Oh man, supers, do we do we gotta talk? We gotta we gotta talk about Mr. Mr. O'Leary, but not just Mr. O'Leary. Uh, I I think we gotta talk about a lot of things. Uh, there, there's a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> there's a lot of things to talk about. I wasn't really planning on doing a, a live stream here uh, tonight, so I, I apologize. It wasn't it wasn't planned. Not that I've planned most of these, but uh, I am happy to be here uh on on christmas eve eve got my uh eric um eric tom uh, eric, eric patrick thomas uh apparel on here to help inspire and get you into the holiday spirit if you will we okay so i wasn't i, I mean i've been debating whether or not to talk about this uh for a little bit here and uh, I want to give a shout out to uh oh I forgot to add this button to my my repertoire here. Um let me see if I can quickly do it while I'm talking. But I, I wanted to I wanted to have the ability. Oh no, it's not working. Why is it not working? Why is this not? Oh, because I renamed it. Okay. Alright, so uh this this comment came in uh earlier today uh from s i wish i knew who s was s can stand for super uh you should do an episode on kevin and the ftx saga due to all the lies he has been saying his reputation has been badly hurt i won't be surprised if they pull him out of the show well um okay so we're not i'm not here to call anybody a liar um, I think, I mean, I, and I, and I don't know that I could do the FTX saga, uh, as you know, much justice as a, say a Patrick Boyle or Coffeezilla or any of those guys, you know, anybody in that, in that realm. Um, I'm really disappointed in what happened. I personally didn't have any money in FTX. Um, but I know that that doesn't necessarily in this case, uh, matter uh, because it's going to ultimately affect everybody, especially if regulation comes down. And as uh, Mr. O'Leary uh, was super quick to point out uh, in an interview that he gave, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Um, it came up. I was looking up uh, on CNBC. Uh, let me share my screen here. Excuse me. Uh, so this isn't the interview that's from like the 16th um it's him talking uh, about how it, you know he told some story about you, you know irish people don't lie or something like that because they're crazy i i don't know it, it's all it's all kind of noise to me but um you know I, I there's so many ins and outs one thing that i do want to point out that i don't want people to forget through all of it all of this uh, is and I forget whose video it was that so I apologize but somebody's video pointed this out uh back and this like this video or this uh interview or whatever is back on November 16th uh here's a Gizmodo link from Yahoo News uh but effectively uh where he he goes on to say that he would still invest in uh SPF no matter what um and 
So let me see if, if is that coming through? Uh, is it muted? Huh? I don't know why. I don't know if any. Let me know in the chat. Uh, you shouldn't actually shouldn't be able to hear it for some reason. Is uh, let me see. Is this broken? No, that ain't broken. Not not sure why. This. Oh, because it was set up for... Okay, I see why. All right, let's change that. Okay. So, in the, uh, if you uh, haven't seen this video, uh, it's only 40 seconds. If SPF knocked on your door again and said, look, I failed in my last venture. Uh, I have a new crypto venture. I need money. Would you back him? That's a great question. No one's asked me yet. I think we can all admit... You, you can love him or hate him given what's happened, but he was one of the most brilliant traders in the crypto universe. He also built one of the most robust platforms. We used FTX actively. It was a very robust platform uh, that allowed us to get information on a compliant basis. So I really like what he built. Um, would you back him? The answer would be yes. If SPF <laughs> Yes. So my take when when the question comes up of uh you know sh like what's what's my take on Kevin and the FTX saga Well I, I think I think that the FTX side of it um you know seems to be speaking for itself that uh and coming unraveled uh, pretty quickly but i think the bigger question is here is is like how did so many people just not um how did they not know <laughs> as a city place 2711 here in the chat says how did i know dot 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 oh how did you know that he would say yes back in november yeah I, yeah i would totally give him the money um and maybe you know look things change uh and, and all that but Something that stands out to me about Kevin and really any of the sharks. Um, well, let, let's start with Kevin, right? So if you go to like Cameo, and I don't know if it's still that way, but I, I feel like it was like a year, two years ago, something like that. Like you could go to Cameo and you could get um, Kevin O'Leary to basically promote anything for 500 bucks uh, through Cameo. And I always found that like that seems a bit straight. Like you're selling yourself a little, and your 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 reputation, the Shark Tank reputation, O'Leary funds, uh, and your time, kind of short there. Like you're 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 saying uh, I will basically say anything into a camera for you for five hundred bucks. Um, and I'm kind of curious. Like now, actually, that I'm saying this, I should probably look up. Let's go to Cameo, right, and see is Kevin O'Leary still on Cameo? Is Cameo still? Uh, oh. No, it doesn't look like. Uh, does not look like he is on. Oh no, he is. He's not even the first one. What the? <laughs> I type in Kevin O'Leary, and he's number five on that list. Number five. Okay, cool. Now it's fifteen hundred bucks. And for fifteen hundred bucks, and because I, I remember telling somebody about this, I was like, you know, you oh, oh you know what it was? Is there was a competing um in uh podcast conference coming up, and 
you know, they, they had a video of Kevin O'Leary talking about the event or whatever. There was no promise that he was going to be at the event. Um, but I was like, well, I'm going to call BS on this, you know, and say they just went to Cameo, paid him like 500 bucks or whatever, and got him to say whatever. Um, and and that's basically what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there's no, it doesn't seem like there's any real, tell. yeah, tell them what to say, get your video and share. I mean, that's how Cameo works, but um I mean, I've seen it on a few different, uh, a di- few different websites and stuff. Now it's you're supposed to a business video is sixty five hundred dollars, um, but I I believe if we could go back to the way back machine, uh, it, it was definitely not five hundred bucks uh, to say anything. And honestly, fifteen hundred dollars for him to to shoot a well a one minute video or whatever seems a bit um, crazy to me. But the point that I want to make is that um, should Ke- like should Kevin O'Leary had known that this was uh, like a big Ponzi scheme, uh, I'm gonna say that if he didn't recognize that it was a big Ponzi scheme, that that's a big problem for him. <laughs> like as a person who you know banks his whole life on being, uh, you know business focused you know investment focused and then boom you're you're you 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 got in bed with the ponzi scheme and not only did you invest in that ponzi scheme um you were a spokesperson for that ponzi scheme doesn't sound great right um the reputation like was was the reputational hit worth 15 million dollars 13 million dollars whatever it really you know ultimately ended up being um, I, I think that it's like when you have that question of like, is, you know, what's your price is what's it, what's it worth to you? What's your word worth to you? What's your reputation worth to you? What's everything that you've built around yourself worth to you? And you say, yeah, 12, yeah, I'll take that 15 million, 12 million, whatever it ends up being. Um, and then we, you know, if he pays taxes on it, I don't know. I'm not here to throw, you know, stones in that direction, but at the end of the day, these people, they're just humans. They're not. I, I mean, I think my. I think a very good friend of mine uh, put it very, very well. If I can pull the text up, um, we were talking about this kind of stuff uh, yesterday, and it was it yesterday or two days ago? But effectively, you know, they're not. Um, so he, he said to me like this. He's like, I always look at it this way. Nearly all the rich got there by specific cir- circumstances that allowed them to snowball it into what they have today. They are not some genius super intellect. Otherwise, everyone leaving MIT and Caltech would be millionaires, which they're not. That, that were born into a rich family, which is specific circumstances, LOL. And, and and like and I agree, right? And we're not even talking about and because the, then we went into te- like the text messages went into like at what level? Because like millionaire doesn't even define much anymore. Like you have to have a million dollars to retire in here, at least here in the states, right? Um, more or less, uh, in and in a lot of cases more. So 
like what what like what level of of millionaire are we talking and then i found a video by i forget who made the video but they talked about the different classifications of yeah it's called the levels of wealth and uh, but i don't know who it's by without clicking on the link but like that's the that's what it looks like so if you go and find that video uh it's really interesting so they talk about like basically it's like 10 to 30 million dollars in wealth and you're like at that point you're at a different like you know you're just in a different realm and then it goes up from there from like 30 to 100 million and then above 100 million you're just in a way different like stratosphere so yeah so anyway i i I think you know i think the, the point there um is that you know you have to keep in mind that that pretty much everybody who got to that level of wealth is no smarter than you. They're just, they found the thing that's going to work for them, which is the circumstance. And sometimes in that circumstance, you know, the circumstance could be that they were born into it. And, and that's just the luck of the draw. Right. So, um, you know, when I, when I look at Kevin and, and I, and, and the, somebody actually tonight said, uh, this comment, Oh, where can I get this comment at? uh yeah here we go um i'm for m4aru uh says just saw scam ad for car shield a feature starring hershevac a multimillionaire needs to scam people question mark obviously a lame <laughs> loser uh and would like to see uh, and would like to see his tax returns proves this show is pure hollywood bs um, I don't know that that proves that 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 it's that it's just Hollywood BS. Um, what I would say though is that again, these people are are human, and they are not, um, you know, they're not impenetra- impenetrable to the idea that they can be paid to be a, a spokesperson for something like Car Shield. And the funny thing is, so I looked that up. Um, and do I have it right here? Well, I I thought I had it here. Um, maybe I pull. I think I pulled it up on my phone. Um, but basically, he was like, "I did my due diligence." And uh, let me see if I can pour a Herjavec. And I, I I mean those car shield. If you haven't seen one of those car shield commercials, it's not great. It's not great. Like I I, I cringe seeing Boomer on there. Who uh, um. That was his name, Chris Boomer, uh, who's like, you know, being on ESPN and stuff like that. Uh, who's that? Oh, um, Ice Cube doing those commercials. It's just like, did you really, you really need the money that bad? It's, I know it's easy money, but I also know that, you know, Car Shield is probably not a legit thing. Just like going back to Kevin O'Leary, it's like, if something's promising like 8 to 10% returns, you should probably know better. You know, one of the basic things of life is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is, you know, and, and to just like look the other way and say, Oh yeah, I believe this guy. He's got, you know, the mom and the dad that's, um, that are, what, what were they? Uh, um, uh, financial analysts or, or, um, uh, oh, what's the term regulators, uh, you know, it's like, why, 
like why 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 here's tv why show oh why oh why um okay here you go here's the herjavec commercial i don't want it to get uh i don't know if they'll claim it or not but we'll we'll, we'll see here's so, tv shark robert herjavec for car shield i love cars and i also love great deals that's why i'm such a fan of car shield they have an amazing deal that helps protect you from the sky high cost of big auto repairs. Your car is out of. I mean, let's let's face it. Like none of those cars are going to be covered under his under Car Shield, right? And then they go from that drop right on into this early two thousands car. I think I'm not. Is it? Is that even a real car, or is that a car that is just? Is that like a computer-generated car? I kind of actually think that it's a computer-generated car. Because what car do you know that has a hood that has like teeth coming out the front of it? I mean, if you kind—I don't know—it kind of looks fake, kind of looking fake to me. But anyway, once again, uh, oh, here you go. I, I'm uh, let's see. Let's go to the comments here. It says, uh, "Just curious if Mr. Shark Tank is a paid spokesman, ambassador, or investor for Car Shield. All of the above. Ditto. Mm, the only uh, scam shield commercials I get are the ones pandering panic uh, to uneducated red voters via free dumb buzzwords. Uh, that's weird. Or uh, oh, I would take this guy or the old Ice T ones over the ones I see. Sorry, Robert. I'm out." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's just goes to show you. Look, they're they're willing to pander to anything to to anyone. Now, I mean, even I mean, look, uh, Damon, right, was not uh, apparently uh, was selling, according to at least one article I saw uh, way back when uh, at the beginning of the of the pandemic. He was peddling um, N95 masks out in front of uh, a hospital, <laughs> no less, in Florida, um, which is pretty despicable. Look, you, you claim to be this, you know, multimillionaire person, and yet it doesn't seem like anything's beneath you. And, I, you know, I, I, that's why I think that when we when we look at other people um, from the outside looking looking in, uh, we can't. We shouldn't be comparing ourselves to to that, right? Um, because like they're willing to go and do, you know, some really dumb things, like promote anything for you know five hundred, fifteen hundred bucks or whatever, to putting themselves uh, into car shield commercials, taking money from people who, uh, you know, think they're going to get some awesome extended car warranty. I mean, literally extended car warranty. I guess Robert Herjavec had never gotten a phone call saying that your car warranty was about to expire. Um, Because if he did, he probably would think twice before going into car shield commercials. I, I mean, I guess his business just doesn't produce enough money. You know, there's so many other ways to to spend your your time and your money than doing doing things like that. So I, you know, I I I uh, oh man, we're, we're oh that was a, oh here's uh this this comment was uh I found this in our comments section down in the super community FTX Mark FTX is a scam Mark I'm in I said Kevin enters the chat because he did he did he you know. Um, not afraid to be a spokesperson for it. Um, 
And he's, you know, probably going to pay, you know, obviously he's already paid some form of price, assuming that he's not part, like, in on the whole scam thing. I I don't know. I mean, I hope hope for his sake that he's not, because uh, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Um, But, oh, even Mark. No, we can go down the road. You know, you want to talk about Mark Cuban um, while we're on this whole like cryptocurrency thing, right? He's getting sued because he said, uh, what was it? Mark Cuban, um, crypto safest investment or say, uh, what was he said? Something to the effect of like safe as if we can find it. Mark Cuban weighs in on gold and Bitcoin says stored value. Um, He is hit after cryptocurrency crashed 100%. Maybe that's not the word. I think it was like something to the effect of like, this was bulletproof and it's it's 100% safe or, or as safe as to 100% safe as you could possibly get. Um, and look, uh, th- look, I, uh, Mar- you know, with as, in regards to Mark and that, you know, I'm still very... Uh, excited for what the future of cryptocurrency can hold for for not just you know the wealthiest of wealthy people uh but also you know the future of uh the less than uh wealthiest people on earth right and and the opportunities that that you know potentially brings to the table for people um let me see crypto dude Ah, uh, here you go. Oh, it was the Voyager. Yeah, Voyager Digital, right? Where he he uh, sat there and said how it was like the safest possible thing and blah, 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 blah. So you know, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to peddle any kind of fear or anything. My message is, is pretty simple that they, they're just humans. They don't get it all right. They Just because they got money doesn't mean that they are some all-knowing thing, right? Um, all-knowing being or, or or thought leader or anything like that. Um, even you know, even there was a comment in the in the, down below uh, that I saw earlier today talking about all you know. Whenever they they go on about how oh that co- that industry is brutal or it's so hard to do blah blah blah, um, and you know a, lo- a large part of that reason is things are brutal. Uh, but part of the reason that they're brutal is because you probably aren't invested 100% of your time, effort, you know, time, energy, and money, the three, the three strings that we have to pull uh, when, when doing anything, uh, into that business. So you're, you're taking something that like you don't really know that much about, and then you're trying to pour money into it and invest as little time as possible um, and relying on other people's energy and time to figure out if it's going to, you know, if you can make it to work and it, you know, it might be brutal to you because you're not an expert in it. And because the person that you, you had needed a more of an expert in that field to be able to make it go. And you weren't that person. So once again, we're, they're, they're just humans. (laughs) They need like a podcast called they're just humans. Um, and, and again, this is, I, I don't I'm coming from a place of love and respect. Uh, this is not like, you know, 
hating on anybody. Um, they all make mistakes. They're all, you know, potentially make mistakes. But Kevin seems to got his uh, his uh, reputation in the ringer here. Um, more so than like Mark Cuban, more so than than any of the other ones, um, because they were playing in the deep end with with things that aren't regulated and potential to make lots and lots and lots of money, um, but also the potential potential to go to zero. And you know that's that's what's happening. And then my question to you is, you know, whenever you're going to do something, are you making sure that you're you know, your word, your reputation, your, um, you know, soul isn't being compromised in the process. Uh, and that's something that I, I constantly been checking from, you know, checking myself on, uh, thinking about like, what could I, you know, what can I do? What can I feel comfortable with? Uh, and, and how can I stay within the lane of, um, how I've, you know, tried to run my life since I was a kid. You know, and and just feeling like, uh, you know, that's part of the whole being super thing, right? Is is doing the best that I can and and raising up the people around me to be the best that they can and enabling those people to be the best that they can. Rafter all says, "Hey Joe, love your vids. Turning uh, turning in late, uh, tuning in late. What did Kevin do? So Kevin, uh, with the whole FTX thing." Uh, if you if you don't know much about it, it's I, I don't blame yes. you. There's a lot, uh, a lot. <laughs> it's a lot involved. Uh, but just basically, my my point is with that, you know, with this is they're all humans. Hopefully, Kevin's telling the truth for his sake. I hope you know that's the case. Um, and but at the same time, I feel like Kevin should have known better. You know, there's a you know just. When, when something sounds too good to be true, it usually probably is. And if that's the case, then um, why were you not only, you know, investing with it, but taking money to be a spokesperson? And, you know, some people have said like, oh, all these YouTubers that have promoted FTX, all these, uh, you know, big names that took money for, uh, from FTX, they should all be donating the money. You know, they should, do- or at least a chunk of the money. Um and I don't, I can't say I disagree. I mean, it's their money to do what they want. They, but they got to live with themselves. You know, they got to be able to look themselves in the mirror, uh, and, and say, you know, I feel comfortable and confident in what I've, you know, what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And, uh, everybody finds a way to justify everything. Right. So we just have to, uh, just keep in mind that they're still human. They, they make mistakes. They, uh, they don't, always get it right and just because they got money doesn't necessarily make them all-knowing you know superpowers in the world it just means that they got well not in every case i mean a lot of cases you you got really lucky you did more of what made you lucky and uh and and those in those circumstances and and you you know wealth builds wealth right once you have once you get the money you can turn that into more money if you don't blow it all uh, so, you know, you don't do that. You don't do that part. And then you do more of the part that continues to bring in money. And, uh, next thing you know, you have a lot of it. And then everybody wants to hear what you have to say, or, you know, be a spokesperson for something that, uh, was a Ponzi scheme. Not a great look for, for Kevin O'Leary, uh, Jamaican, uh, how, how do you pronounce that? Is it boy? Like B B boy, but why, but I hope it's boy. Uh, I really enjoy your content, man. Big up from Jamaica. That is awesome. Glad to have Jamaica in the house. 
Solo uh, or Jamaican boy also says, what advice uh, would you give to an entrepreneur with a product? And I patent, patent first, or try to get production first. That is a great question. So when you're when you're building, I think to me it depends on a lot of different factors. Uh, whether or not you should be trying to make that product uh, a patent first. Patents are very expensive. You know, on the low end. Eight to ten thousand dollars. You can do it yourself. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna pull one of, you know, a couple of the, the strings, right? The time, energy, money. Those are the three strings you got. So you're gonna pull the time uh, and the energy to do it yourself, or if you got the money, you can go and do that. Now, the whether you should get a patent, I think it depends on where you want to head with it. Do you want to uh, license it out to somebody? Uh, if you do, then you you absolutely should get that patent. Um, and, 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 and spend the time, energy and money, uh, to go get that or time and energy. If you're willing to, to, you know, go through the process. Um, if you don't have the money to produce the product or feel that it's too complicated for you to produce the product or the minimum viable product that you can produce to get like version 1.0 out or version one, you know, point zero point one out, uh, then, uh, you know, so that, so then you, you definitely want to go to the patent route. If you, if you can get the minimum viable product, it's like what's version one look like, then you get that out, get some sales, make a little bit of profit, take that money. And, and just, you know, in some cases it's better to just fly under the radar yeah, or you could do a, um, what's the, the trade secret route, right? That's an option as well that I don't know as much about the trade secret route. Um, but I don't think that that costs any money, which is why some places go. Because the other reason is, depending on what it is, somebody could just reverse engineer it, and depending how the patent, it could get you know just because you have a patent doesn't protect you, and you also need of those three things a lot of money to protect said patent, uh, which makes it kind of difficult um, as well. So to me, I think if you're if you're low on cash or or you know you don't have a ton of cash and you but you know get version point one out. And, and get that into people's hands. Uh, Jamaican boy says, I got a physical product prototype and thinking of going to China. It's not easy. Um, it's real, like, it's real, like China is, 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 it's tough. It, you know, a lot of people like to make it out to be like, Oh, I just send it off. And, um, and, and it gets made. I would, uh, say, if you look at uh, a great example of this in the YouTuber community is uh, Mr. Linus Tech Tips himself, uh, Linus Sebastian, made his own screwdriver, and it took him over two years. And the thing is, is that screwdriver was not even a unique product. He he basically took a product that from another manufacturer that was local to him in Canada and was like, oh, we want to make a bunch of these tweaks. And it still took him two years. And in that process... Uh, they got a Taiwanese, I believe, uh, manufacturer who was eventually bought out by another tool manufacturer halfway through. Like they were like real close to getting it done. And they basically were like, yep, um, you're not we're not producing your screwdriver anymore. It's like way on the back burner. Like, OK, cool. So now we're like back at not quite square one, but, you know, pretty far back. So. Going the, to China is tough. I think it, it really comes down to what kind of product, what the pricing of the product is. Um, I, I still, I think the the best thing to do almost 
almost always is minimum viable product. Get it in the hands of people so you can get feedback. Get it in the hands of people so you can find out they will actually buy it. Get it in the hands of people so you know what to sell it for. Like, because it's one thing to say, hey, what would you pay for this water bottle, right? But, like, anybody could tell you what they're going to pay. That's not, like, until they are actually giving you the money, that's not enough. That is not enough. Um, you got you to, gotta, like, make sure you go through... Uh, and, and get people, you know, get that feedback, get people to actually pay for the thing and then go from there. Uh, solo, solo says, Hey Joe, love your videos. Kind of late here in Brazil. Uh, but I really agree with you. I think it's funny how he, he likes to cultivate this persona that he is smart and knows how to invest. Uh, but the moment it blows up in his face, he uses it, uses the, I was dumb excuse. I did the dumb. I got the dumb. Uh, yeah. Look, again, we all make mistakes. They're still human. Kevin's still a human. Um, but I think that's the important part. I think that's why people shouldn't put people on pedestals like that to that level. Um, especially especially when they want to come off as being like some I know better than everybody uh uh, aspect like it just I I don't know. It's just the way I've always been, right? Like not trying to chase influencers and try to you know i just be myself recognize that everybody else i mean a lot of the people that i know in business are not the smartest people but they knew they figured out how to do the thing that they're really good at and they were able to make it you know make money with it uh you know one of our close friends is uh um, dyslexic, but he's been able to make a you know a multi-million dollar empire, you know, in the trucking industry. So, you know, they're just they're just people. We're all just people, and as long as you keep that in in uh, intact, I think you know it makes life a lot easier to not have that compare as a to borrow a term from somebody who borrowed a term from somebody to borrow a term from Larry who borrowed a term from somebody Larry from this channel uh in past videos the comparanoia thing uh you got to let it go you know stop comparing yourself to like what other people are or have or done and and live your life because otherwise it's going to pass you by um uh was uh wasima was i hope i said that right wasima wasima uh i hey how you doing look cutest good to see you in the in the in the uh chat as well michael super back backer welcome Good to see you in the chat as well. Uh, Raf uh, draws. Wait, is that the real Michael Superbacker? That is the real Michael Superbacker for sure. Uh, people use the Chinese. Oh, people use the Chinese. Uh, who says, I think Kevin got caught up in the crypto fraud. Yeah, he, he did. He did. He got caught with his pants down with the FTX thing. I think more because he's a, a spokesperson for it than a paid spokesperson for it. Uh, than than just because he was utilizing it. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Hey, Raptor Alls. Hope you're having a very good Christmas. I hope everybody's having a great wherever Christmas is right now. Because like I'm in the East Coast. It's well. It's the day before Christmas Eve. Still here for another two hours. But uh, it's it's going to be Christmas. How I you know it doesn't get uh, more jolly jolly than that in, in the in the over the course of the year. Uh, Wasima says, "I love Kevin. He's my favorite shark. You know, I I like Kevin a lot for his um, brutal honesty. Even though I don't like the way that he 
you know, beats people up uh, in past seasons. This season, or and I see season 13, he was doing the woo-saw stuff, you know, where he's uh, trying to take his anger management and thing. You know, that, I, I, I think... I think you can be honest without being mean. And I think Lori tries the best at doing that. Um, Barbara probably is the least because she's like, I'm going to try to like, I'm going to be like brutally honest. I'm going to offend you and then kind of say something a little nice before I go out. Um, but I, I, you know, I think Lori's kind of got that mastered the most. Uh, and maybe Mark is and, and Robert are like right behind her on that front, but uh, but I like Kevin because he he does he does care about the money, um, and I think that when it comes to especially small businesses, you know the the money is the lifeblood um, there because you, you don't have a lot of it to to throw around and you'll end up in trouble really quick and and all that. So I think uh, I think that's a key point um that i i really do appreciate uh from him uh jamaican boy says do i have a class uh i do have a i do i don't know if it's still available let me see what i have up here i mean i don't i don't generally promote my classes um but I, I, one thing I do want to promote is this, the independent podcast conference. If you want to have your own content like creation, this is, this is going to be our eighth in-person event. Uh, it's f- so much fun every year. It used to be called the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. That's why there's a, uh, like a banner in the background. But it's called the Independent Podcast Conference now. We changed it in 2019. Uh, but, yeah, if you go to su- uh, shopsuperjoe.com, there's two master classes or three. Oh, there's a couple of them. Uh, virtual conference. So there's a sales master class uh, right now. That's the only one that's business related. The other ones are content related. Live streaming master class. That was fun to do with uh, with Ross Brand. There's a class I did with Larry about launching your own podcast with uh, purpose. That that one was a lot of fun as well. And Tim, uh, I enjoyed doing the virtual conference because that's what we did in 2020 and 2021 was all was all virtual conferences. So all that's over at shopsuperjoe.com. You also get my books too, like uh, the Sales Won't Save Your Business book. I can, uh, I think, I think you can buy, can you buy, or you can buy a signed copy of it. Um, I can personalize it and send it out uh, to you. This this book is really like more than a class. Uh, there's there's like spots to write in it and. Uh, each of the chapters. So there's, you know, it asks, there's like questions and stuff that go into the, wow, how do I, okay, there we go. Um, there's questions that go into it. And uh, it's a lot of things to think about. A lot of stories, not a ton, a ton of stories. Cause I'm, I'm more of a practical person than a, let me tell a bunch of stories. And there's definitely no, uh, no stories in here that didn't happen to me. <laughs> so, um, and I think only like one of the chapters really talks about, uh, a, a situation in the uh in the company part of truck parts um that everything else in it is is just really like practical getting your you know noggin thinking about what you're doing and how it's perceived on the outside and uh all of that but um but you can get yeah you can get that over at shopsuperjoe.com or you can get it at amazon uh there's a digital copy uh i mean if you want i think the digital copies you can get the four book bundle all four books that I've written for $15.99. But uh but I appreciate you asking. Um 
Let's see, where were we here? Loki says, I agree with Joe. Kevin is only human. We all make mistakes. We do. I just think that Kevin's going to maybe pay for this mistake um, in a, in the long term and how much people actually trust him. But, you know, if he gets to keep his spot on Shark Tank, then it probably he'll probably have be able to get, you know, sail through this in the long term. Rapture says, nice Christmas decorations, by the way. Merry Christmas, Joe. And to you, Michael Legend. Yeah, these, uh, thank you. These are actually foam party hats uh, from Shark Tank. Uh, I had, um, oh, crap. What's his name? Um, oh, I can see it in my head. I can see it in my head. I can't think of what. Um, I want to say it starts with a C. But I'm I'm probably wrong. Foam party hats. Oh, Manuel. Yes, when we had Manuel on the show, uh, he was kind enough to send a um, to send some pa- foam party hats over, and we even did a, a review here on the channel uh, for it. Foam party hats. So you can see. Uh, we had we had some fun with those those hats, and then uh, we still we still got them. So I plan on plan on keeping them because they are they are quite expensive. They you know for being foam, it is it they are uh, handmade and uh, quite pricey. So very much appreciated and and happy to have them in the background and stuff like that. Uh, and I even wore I wore that hat to my daughter's classroom to read the um the book uh, Elf. To her, uh, to her class. So it was a lot of fun to show up and and have this like giant Christmas tree hat on. Uh, was Seema says uh, like they produce things for so cheap over there and sell sell off to make huge profits. You know the other thing to think about with China, um, or really anybody is like if once they have the molds, like they might knock you off, and you, you know going to protect that is going to be real tough. Um, that, that is, that is definitely a tough, uh, prospect. So let's see, uh, Wasima says, I find him entertaining compared to, uh, to the others. Yeah. I, Kevin definitely, definitely knows how to be entertaining. If he wasn't entertaining, he wouldn't be on the show. Um, I mean, he was the least probably like, well, next to probably Robert was like the least known entity on, on Shark Tank. I don't know. Maybe Barber too. Uh, Lucius says, I like his honesty, uh, but he believes in tough love. He definitely does. Asima says, I think Kevin is hilarious, uh, especially because someone could be telling a sad story and he goes straight back to business. Yeah. He's only cried a couple of times that I've ever seen. Um, one was pretty recently. Um, I think with the, 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 um, shaving cream, uh, guy, uh, legendary, Legendary shave, legacy shave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. So he, yeah, he cried because I used it in the, uh, in the thumbnail there. <laughs> but uh, let's see. I think I think Kevin is hilarious, especially because he. Oh, someone's going to the business. Raptor all says, "I'm from India. We have our own Shark Tank here since last year. It's loads of fun. You should check it out for fun since it's a large country." Uh, the business solutions are usually crazy innovative. So I didn't realize that it's only been there for a year. I was under the impression that had been uh, that the Shark Tank in India had been around for a while. So that's uh, that's news to me. It's only been around for a while, for a little bit. Uh, and I actually had a friend who was doing some interning in India. I want to say he was from 
I'm pretty sure from, from the States. He was in, I guess, like the Silicon, I forget what the name of the area is, but he was in the Silicon Valley equivalent in India um, for some internship time. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I mean, I think, I think they're, well, I think, you know, look, um, was it the, the, um, whatever is the necessity of all the mother of all invention, right? Pro or, uh, problems or the necessity or yeah. Necessity is the mother of all invention, right? So you work with what you have, you have, you know, you, you, you see problem, you fix problem. Um, and I think that, you know, that's one of the things that, and I, I've never actually watched the, uh, the documentary, uh, was it sicko, uh, from Michael Moore, um, but I remember people talking about like how like because you know from that film it highlighted the fact that like in Cuba they don't they don't just have like rubber gloves and they throw out the rubber gloves and get the next rubber gloves like for medical purposes and stuff like they have to come up with solutions because you you just don't have those supplies and I guess we kind of maybe to a lesser degree saw that here with the pandemic in the last two years uh, when we were running out of uh, supplies. So, um, like medical surprise, su surprise, surprise, uh, medical supplies. And people were having to use like reuse PPP, uh, the personal protection PPP or PPE, PPE, uh, stuff. So, you know, it's, it's just a lot of, uh, solutions that have to be, to be thought of, um, when, when you don't just have the ability to just go get more, you know, and, and you're running out. Um, you got to get creative with what, with what you have. Uh, Wasima said, what did Kevin do? I joined late. So I was just, you know, I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. Um, but you know, just the fact that he, he's promoted lots of things, uh, in the past, uh, I pointed out his, um, his cameo, which at one point was for five, it was $500 flat and he would promote pretty much anything. Um, which just seemed really dumb to me. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, you're supposed to be this multi multi-millionaire. And I guess, I guess in some ways it's, it's a way to like, look, if you, you know, perspective is, you know, key in a lot of things, you know, it's like, Oh, it's a way for me to give back to say small businesses or people. So like, Oh, it's only 500 bucks. And like, I'll promote your business. I, I guess, I don't know. There's a couple different ways, you know, perspective is, is important on that. So I, there's a couple different ways to look at it. I just don't think that that was great. And here we are, like, all he needed was one of those to, like, not be, you know, to be a bigger problem than, like, an FTX-sized problem that he, you know, got 500 bucks and then he, his face is on it. And it's like, oh, wow, like, oh, but it was just a cameo. I didn't, you know, but it's like, Yeah. So I mean, the other thing is, is uh, you know, due due diligence when it comes to to him uh, or anybody for that matter. Like, you know, uh, was he really as scrutinizing uh, with FTX as he was, say, with other people? Because you know, he was paid, you know, twelve to fifteen million dollars to be a spokesperson. You know, and 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 I think. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff that goes on. I know it's, you know, the FTC, you're supposed to like say when you're, you're sponsored by somebody, by the way, phone party hats is not sponsoring any of this. It was just, it was a nice uh, thing that they wanted to do uh, for us. But um, 
but that, you know, you're supposed to disclose those kinds of things. And I mean, if you look on YouTube, like there's plenty of examples where that is definitely not the case. I mean, look at all the people that were doing gambling, right? On, on I don't know if it was specifically on YouTube, but like Twitch uh, and, and all like just, you know, like they're playing with house money. Like, you know, oh, I lost a million dollars or whatever. I'm so rich and da, da, da. And like, yeah, okay. So, and, and somebody's going to believe it, <laughs> you know, and people were signing up because they wouldn't be getting a million dollars of house money to play with if they weren't uh, bringing in people through their gambling videos, gambling streamings, streams. Uh, Wasima says, how are the phone party hats protectable? Surely they're not unique and can be copied. Sure, they could be, um, but not everything has to be, right? So uh, a, gr- a, a great big example of this is uh, I was watching a documentary on Netflix and that, you know, the early days of Netflix, and it's like they didn't have something that was protectable. And they even knew that, like, you know, because originally you could buy DVDs off of their website. They knew that at some point other sites would catch up and do that. So they knew that, like, the only way that they had a differentiator was if they built a better, a better, more efficient mousetrap for renting DVDs. In, even though most people in the beginning didn't rent DVDs, they were buying DVDs, and then they were like, "Ah, eh, we'll just let Amazon do that." You know, we'll we'll send the business to Amazon. When people want to rent DVDs, they'll send them to us. And it wasn't until they flipped it and and made it so that um, people could uh, rent four up to four DVDs at a time and then swap them out. That's when you know it clicked for people to like rent DVDs. Otherwise, it's like, oh well, if I can only rent one DVD and gotta wait two days for it, like, what am I, what am I doing here, right? Like, I I gotta know exactly what movie I want to watch like two days ahead of time, and then another two days to get the other, or or four days out at that point to get another one. Lacutus says. Uh, Legal Eagle got Rudy Giuliani to do a cameo, and the cameo was a channel in-joke slating Rudy. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. I I don't, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know. You know, when you, so one of the things that, um, a couple, a bunch of years, I guess it was a bunch of years ago at this point, like five years ago, uh, when I, when I switched my show over from doing the, the, it was called the dreamers podcast. And it was on, it was just, just a podcast only. It wasn't in YouTube or anything like that. For the most part, um, though there is some videos you can go back on this channel and like, go like flip it and go back to the beginning. You can see some of the videos. Like I'm actually holding my daughter in some of those videos. Uh, cause she was like just born <laughs> while I'm doing these pre-shows. Uh, cause I wasn't doing, I wasn't holding her during the interview part. I would do like hold her through the, the pre-shows, but the pre-shows were done with me and my boy, Matt, who have done some live streaming here with, um, and those sometimes would be like an hour long. The pre-show would be an hour long before I did the, you know, popped in the interview afterwards. Um, but in 20, 2017, I, I moved the show from the Dreamers podcast to the business podcast with, with Joe Pardo, Super Joe Pardo. And I, um, you know, I, I, I was trying to figure out, like, what I wanted to do for for sponsors. or And you know, some people are like, oh, well, you should, like, create a Patreon or something. And I'm like, 
yeah, I could, but I just feel weird having people go and like pay on Patreon or like donate to the show or something like that. And it's like, this is a show for business, right? But I, I think at the time, my, my demographic that I wanted to reach, you know, the avatar I wanted to reach wasn't really who I was reaching because a lot of my, my audience uh, was actually female and they were like, like 40 plus year old females from the dreamers podcast, which that wasn't who I was intending to reach either, but that's just who it ended up like vibing with the show. Um, and I was trying to change that. And, and part of it, I think like, you know, the, the saying perception is reality. Well, it is, you know, to a, to a, unfortunately <laughs> to it is, I don't, I don't love it. I don't agree with it all of the time. Um, but it is. And, I didn't feel like having a donate button or go to Patreon or and Patreon was still still relatively new in tw- even you know in 2017 um didn't feel like the right like it would send the right message right and that's why I feel like having things like like can like having yourself up on Cameo does that send the right message and I think that that's why you have to to ask yourself all the time, like, am I doing something that is for that avatar I'm trying to reach? And does it really make sense, um, like, big picture, right? Does it really push me in the direction that I, I want to go? Because uh, I, I, like, I could talk all night <laughs> about... Uh, you know when i when i left my family's business and i started up the podcast uh just like a month month and a half later um you know there was a lot of people that are like oh you know when are you gonna like go get a job or like do something you know what are you going to do for money because that's this is never going to work you're never going to be able to write books and you know have a podcast which i had never heard of the word po- i mean not me but that person had never heard of the word podcast before i spoke that word uh, to them and I um you know I, I'm like look here's you know I knew like in my head and and in paper form I knew where I wanted to go I knew who I wanted to help and I knew that I was going you know I know I knew I was going to get there how many years it would take how many is a lot there's a lot of years and you know some years were more lucrative than others when it comes to who I got to work with and and all that but part of it is also me because, I, you know, to a certain extent, like, I don't – that I agree that people should pay what – you know, charge what they're worth. I agree that if you charge nothing, that it's worth nothing to, you know, certain people. Um, But I always wanted to make sure that I felt confident in what I was capable of bringing to the table and what I – could help you know what the areas that I could help in and that they were worth the money that I was bringing to the table but a lot of that comes down to time right what what uh how much time do you have available to to give to people and then how much do you want to um have them uh pay you know pay for in, in that time and whether or not they are the right avatar that can even pay for the thing that you're trying to have them pay for uh, and, and, you know, so it was, it was a lot of internal conflicts, 
Uh, plus, I, I watched that show uh, Bullshit by uh, Penn and Teller at one point, and you know they did a whole episode on coaching and how BS it was, uh, and you know it it put it put a fork in my mind for a, a long while, and it took my friend Sam out of Australia, um, Samantha Riley. You can go check her out. She, I did the Business Geeks podcast with her uh, here. You can check that out on this channel. Um, you know, it took her uh, some time of beating it, beating me up and saying, you know, Joe, if you're not out there helping people, then all those fraudulent people are out there helping people and they're not really helping people. <laughs> they're just helping put money in their pockets or, you know, uh, putting the wrong image in other people's minds and giving other people paranoia and stuff like that. And that's why it's so important that like you get out there and you, you do what, you know, what's inside it, you know, inside your heart. And that's what, you know, turned me on to like, okay, you know what, I'm going to go really hard into it. Um, and, and I, that, that started back in 2017 and then, you know, end up, I mean, I had our first, we had our first kid in 2016. So it was like, there was a lot of things going on. Um, in over the course of those first couple of years, we had our second kid Dom in, in uh, 2018, but yeah, it was just, um, you know, so I, I think the most important thing that you as an entrepreneur can do is, is know like know your buttons, know what's important to you and know that um, where, you know, where the line is, what you're able to, you know, what you're willing to compromise and like justify away uh, and, and where you're not. And then, like stick try your best to stick to that like we're all human we're all gonna make mistakes uh but you gotta try you know figure that out so you can sleep well at night so you can feel confident in what you do and not for anybody else you know all of this uh has to make you you feel how you you want to feel that's you know i'm not gonna i'm not here to tell you how to feel Uh, i hope that it's to feel great and and to raise other people around you raise up other people around you uh, to be, to be, you know, the greatness inside of them as well. Um, but the realist of me is you gotta, you gotta figure out what that is, you know, what is great to you? What is that level of, uh, expectations that you have for yourself and, and what can you do to help other people, uh, to get there? Uh, Locutus says Blockbuster had the chance to buy Netflix for $50 million. Netflix would handle all the online distribution. Blockbuster would handle physical distribution. Blockbuster didn't agree. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, they they didn't. Um, but, you know, they uh, they uh, what Seema said. Did Blockbuster want to handle both the physical and the online distribution? Uh, uh, Lucia says uh, correct about Blockbuster. Blockbuster had their own video service, but it was poorly executed. And I think that's the key word there: poorly executed. Most of what we can accomplish is all is all about execution, right? It's all about um, oh, what's that term? Um, uh, one of my one of our one of our employee, uh, team members had it on his uh, sense of urgency, right? What sense of urgency do you have, and what sense of urgency does the, your company have um, to be able to provide the solutions for your customer base? So, um, yes, that, uh, uh, yeah, Blockbuster, they, uh, man, they, there's so many, there's so many companies that missed it, but I was watching, um, oh, what's the, what's that channel? Uh, the businessman, the businessman here on YouTube, he ding, you know, ding, damn, he does some great videos, uh, really in depth videos looking at the, the, the 
the numbers and stuff and the his, historical values of, of businesses. Um, and I was just watching it about Circuit City and how many like bad choices they made, like one after another after another. And then coincidentally, there was, you know, recession <laughs> and things that happened uh, that really just put the fork in them uh, and, and, and just skewered them. Um, so all, like all these combinations of ads of choices, like, like blockbuster, right. Not being able to see the future and not being able to ex like, and well, being able to see the future. Sure. They had their own service, but their service sucks. So nobody used it. And then they became irrelevant as time marched on. Um, so, uh, we'll see me ask for phone party has protected by copyright or something. Yes, copyright would be applicable, I guess, for the specific designs. But like, you could make your own, like Christmas tree or snowman. Uh, would phone party hats be protected with design patents too? Uh, they'd have to apply to them first. I would say that if they could be protected. It would probably be the method in which they're held together or put together. Uh, maybe a, a machine, like a specific machine that puts them together. If they had a machine that put it together, uh, or I don't know, a technique would probably be a trade secret at that point. Yeah, I think that's. Um, uh, I think that's yeah. I think that's what you would. Uh, that's that that would be it. I don't think you could like you know you could copyright the specific like snowman like this specific snowman I guess like if making him into a character and build like a brand around him uh but I don't think I don't know that that would be worth it cuz like that probably could be easily knocked off and again you can't you you really can't po copyright or patent anything that you're not willing to go and defend because if you're not defending it, then you, uh, then, then you ain't really, then you're not, you know, then you have no protection. You, you know, and that it takes money and time and energy, uh, to do, uh, what do you mean by common or unique theme? Would the foam hats be eligible for design patent? I'm not sure. They're com they're completely original. And does Dyson have copyrights all of the designs, or is it suitable for design patents? Oh, oh, Company Man. That's yes, Locutus. That's who I'm talking about. Yes, Company Man. I thought for some reason I thought it was Businessman. Um, definitely got to go check that out. Uh, great channel. Great, 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 great channel. Um, I was just watching this KFC video. It was uh, all about Kentucky Fried Chicken and the history of you know KFC and how Colonel Sanders hated in the seventies hated that what KFC had become. Um, really sad. That's that's really it's really sad. Um, does Dyson have copyrights of the design or is it suitable? I want to say it's the patents, and then the copyrights would be like for logos. Um, Maybe manuals. I don't know if you can copyright a color. I mean, maybe within the vacuum market, you could like, you could maybe get away with doing that. Because if you use like the same part, like the same purple or something, then people would be like, oh, it's confusing. And once it's, you know, once you can make that argument, then you can open the door for like lawsuits and stuff. Um, 
I was just asking. I was asking about the pa uh, design patent, not utility patent. So, yeah, well, they wouldn't be utility patent because, like, that it's a vacuum. It's a it's a blower motor. I I don't think unless they did something drastically different on how they were able to make you know suction happen uh, or blowing happen. I don't think that they would be able to do a utility patent on that, but they might have some, I mean, somebody probably owns the, owns the utility patent for, for vacuums somewhere. Um, I didn't know you had to go to court. That is expensive and time consuming. Yep. Three, you get three, right? Everybody's got the same three, uh, time, energy, and money. And they can take all three of those. <laughs> you know, if you have a ton of money, then you could just spend money and like get somebody else to handle it for you. Um, but it's still probably going to take some of your energy because you're you're going to be thinking about it and fighting it. And the other thing is you have to be on the lookout for other people stealing those designs, right? Like it's so it's still that's still a problem. Um, so it, it is time consuming. I mean, I, uh, what's his face? I think Kevin has on the show has mentioned it at least once, pro probably a couple times. Um, about like, hey, you you got the patent, that's cool, but like, you're gonna need someone to go and defend that patent because you're gonna get knocked off like tomorrow. And when you do, I'm there for you. I will be that guy. I will, you know, send my people into court and and get it taken care of, um, or send those takedown notices. So it, it, you know, there's lots of um, you know, it's not all cut and dry just because you win the patent. I have a friend in the patent office too. Um, so if you guys have like. I don't know about like super specific questions, but like anything that you maybe can't find an answer on, on Amazon or on Amazon on Google or, or search, um, you know, let me, you know, let me know. Uh, and I will, I will pass that, that question along. Uh, he's a, a patent attorney that works for the, the office. So if someone copies something and they think it's infringement, the only way to resolve it is to go to court. Not necessarily. So if so, Amazon has been well. Amazon is a bad. He's a good and a bad example. Amazon has knocked off people's stuff. Uh, you know, they find out what's being sold and then they've knocked it off. And they went to, um, you know, they had to testify against that. They said they didn't do it. Uh, but Peak Design, uh, if you haven't seen that video, they actually made a whole commercial about Amazon knocking off their bag and selling it for like under half of what they sell theirs ba their bag for. They made a whole commercial explaining like why their bag is still better, even though Amazon went and clearly knocked off their bag. Um, but what you can do, and I forget who, one of the Shark Tank entrepreneurs I was talking to forget who um are wor they they work they have like a, a contact at amazon and they're con consistently looking in like they're always getting knocked like knocking down knockoffs uh because they have the patent they have the contact at amazon and they're they're just you know swatting it down now that doesn't mean that somebody can't go and like make their own website and go and try and sell it through seo and stuff but amazon being the biggest it's the easiest way, you know, it's the easiest path. Um, but yeah, it's the easiest, it's easy. That's the easiest way. So you don't have to go to necessarily go to court for it. Uh, but he says, but in the USA, uh, you have to have the copyright registered before you can go to court. 
So there are ways to like something I was always told, and I don't know how how true it is. Um, so you know, do do some research. Um, was that if you like one one way you could copyright something is to mail it to yourself in an envelope that you don't op- that you just don't open. So like you take the designs and stuff, you mail it to yourself. Uh, so that way it has stamp like. That's not protectable in the sense of like you can send that off to like Amazon and be like, hey, I have a patent for it. It's it's an it's a piece of proof that you could take to court with you if you needed to to protect the fact that you had an idea. So it's it's a it's a way, but it's you know, it's more of a piece of evidence than like a bulletproof way to make that work. Um uh, LaSala, hey, what's going on? Good to see you. Uh, I ask in two, Joe, how did people not know? Yeah, how did people? So I'm assuming you're talking about FTX and Kevin not knowing that this was like a big scam Ponzi scheme thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't. Uh, I'm going to say that since, you know, Ke- like, like, I was, like I was showing, I don't know if you were, you've been in here, but like, you know. Kevin's willing to do a cameo for fifteen hundred bucks. Businesses for sixty five hundred. That price was not that high in the past. Uh, I wonder actually if I could let's see. Can I? Let's go to the Wayback Machine. For anyone who doesn't know, it's a, like a time machine for the internet. The internet knows all. Once it's on the internet, it ain't coming off. Uh, let's see if we can go back. And see, no, it won't come up. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mr. Wonderful. Here we go. Let's see. Make it a little bit bigger here for you guys. See what this looked like. I feel like I should t- say uh, lttstore.com every time I take a swig. So here is 2020. It was 1200 bucks, but you'll notice it doesn't say business listing then either. So let's see how far back can we go back to 2019. Let's go back as far back as we can go. So this is not 999. I wonder if um hmm. I know I know I saw 500. I I'm like very confident but apparently this doesn't go further back than 2019 so i can't can't confirm it but i'm i'm like 98 percent sure that that's the case and i'm willing to bet i think i think i i have like the messages if i went back to like messages between me and larry uh about it i don't know if that was in 2019 
I don't remember. Maybe, I don't know, let's check another one. Maybe the price, maybe the price had gone down at some point because he wasn't getting enough, enough traction. No, it's 1,200 there. Hmm. Uh, huh. Or maybe it was under like a different page or something than, than Mr. Wonderful at the time. This is only just showing literally just cameo.com slash Mr. Wonderful. So I don't know. I think I think promoting anything willy nilly uh without any kind of backup or anything like that is is kinda kinda sketchy, especially when we're talking about people's money. Um Oh, but see your your comments keep disappearing. Are you commenting uh I, I mean I see this. Does anyone know why? Uh, maybe are you typing too long of a comment? Because I th I think that it cuts off after so many uh, characters. I'm gonna say like 200 characters or something like that. Let's see. I wonder if you're are you commenting? Oh, I see Michael Michael Super ba uh, Backer over there going going to the back catalog like I was talking about earlier. Dreamers podcast pre-show from 2016 with Kim Barrett. Uh, I haven't talked to Kim in a little while. Need to catch up with her. Let's see if we, do we have any help for review comments? Nope, not currently. Not currently. Yeah, it's a, it's a few sentences. It was, uh, that's probably why it, uh, it got cut off or didn't send if I had to guess. But uh, lo love it, love it, love it, love it. Is that that's the first video on the channel? Like the first first video? As I feel like it should go there was ones before that. I bet you there's ones before that. There has to I know there's gotta be more than that, but why can't I that's weird. Recently uploaded. So you can't flip it anymore. You used to be able to like go to oldest. That's really dumb <laughs> that's really 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 dumb why wow that's that's terrible that yeah that's really terrible oh let's go oh we can flip here for the date so yeah he did he went all the way back to the first video that's on the channel and i guess that is the first video on this there is another joe pardo channel that i have um that has a handful of videos including a video so so me and my wife to announce uh the birth of ava did a uh who's the boss announcement video like we remade the oh, the intro to who's the boss uh for anybody who actually knows you know who knows what that is i don't know how many people <laughs> here would know what that is um let's see somebody from a different country copy something china uk germany that's a great question uh you you got to get patents in those countries to be able to go and defend them i don't know that you'd be able to defend them uh with just an american uh patent uh so Lokia says you're thinking of the poor man's copyright with the sealed postmarked envelope like you say uh it can be used as evidence in court but it's not the case of whipping out the envelope and say i win yeah definitely not that is definitely not that but it's 
it's a it's a it is a way of doing it if as Lokita says the poor man's copyright. Uh it, it is one way to do that. Yeah, if you type in like who's the boss uh uh parody birth announcement. Where is it at? How did it not show up? I searched for it the other day and it came up. It was like the fourth or fifth. Uh, birth announcements. Wow. Why can't I find this? Did I, did I like private it? That's really weird. Um, can I type in Joe Pardo? Just channels. Like, where's... Okay, channels. It's this channel. So this channel has videos going back further. This goes back 13 years. Here's a Melissa doing the can-can dance in Disney World. Uh, where is the... Oh, if I took it down, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll put it back up. I don't know why it would have taken it down, though. Oh, here it is. Yeah, so this is the... This is... Who's the boss? This is my neighbor. A long-time neighbor. Like a grandfather passed away, unfortunately, a few years back. I can't believe we're watching this. Yeah, Tony and Angela. So, so we had actually started a podcast uh, called uh, The Birth Podcast where we interviewed a bunch of our family members and friends and things and put it all together. And I want to say it's like a... 30 some week podcast um and yeah it was it was a lot of fun uh i don't think the site's up anymore birthpodcast.com looks i don't know if i still i don't know if i don't think i still own it anymore but they are all available if you go to facebook at least i think they're available uh, yeah they're not available well, it didn't take me where i thought it would take me Okay, cool. <laughs> yes, uh, unless, oh, is it? Is this it? Nope. Still takes me just Facebook Watch. Not very helpful. Uh, I have to upload them. Um, I have to upload them at some point so they can be available. Let's see. Oh man, it's already ten forty-two. I pr- I promised that was only going to be an hour. Uh. I scroll the way down. Oh, it's going. Oh, Michael scrolled all these way down, but I'm on my cell phone. Yeah, it probably took you a while. <laughs> scroll all the way down. Uh, ho- oh, hopefully this video doesn't get copyright claimed now that the the who's the boss theme was in it. Oh man, I'll, I'll just have to mute that part later on. 
I was uh, I was limited for character space. Assuming the person is based in the USA and someone in the UK, Germany, China, etc., is doing the same thing. Uh, the soundtrack to your video was Queen's "I Want to Break Free." <laughs> it would go well. Oh, thanks. Well, that was the that was the um that was the theme song to to Who's the Boss. <laughs> um, yeah, they don't they definitely don't make them like they did in the eighties. That's that's for sure. That's it's uh, very it's different. It's a different time. Um, let's see the cues above the point you read. So yeah, so uh, you ha you're supposed to, as far as I know, you're, and again, I'm not a patent lawyer, uh, so not patent lawyer advice, but uh, I'm pretty sure you have to go and get patents in all of those countries, all of which are probably pretty pricey as well, uh, to make that work. Uh, Michael Superback says, I don't use TikTok, but how does TikTok and Twitch streams get away using copyrighted music? So. Uh, Twitch was basically Twitch and maybe TikTok, um, are basically paying for the copyright music. They're, they're paying the royalties because they want people to continue to use the, the platform. Uh, Twitch stopped doing that a little while ago, which I, which is weird because I have some friends that's that DJ on Twitch and I'm not quite sure how they go about doing it, uh, without it like shutting down their streams. Um, I mean that's one of the problems like in general that I have because I would love to uh to to DJ here on YouTube like you know while we're talking like while we're I mean I was doing it on Facebook a little bit during the pandemic but they, it would always it just would you know it let you go like 20 minutes and then shut you down and it's like oh god then I have other friends that would like DJ for an hour, two hours, three hours even today I I have friends that like play all kinds of copyright music and their stuff their their streams never get shut down so you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I kind of know, but I, but when it comes to music, it's tough. When it's just spoken word, it's, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit easier uh, to massage the, the system. But uh, yeah, uh, Locuta says you should do a video asking for questions about copyright, and then ask your friend who to perhaps come on the channel to explain from the horse's mouth. I don't know if Jeff would come on the channel. I could, I'll, I can ask him. I can ask him. I mean, he might not come on with his face, um, but he he might come on. I'll ask him. Yeah, I'll text him. I'll text him. Well, I'll probably text him tomorrow to wish him a Merry Christmas. So I, I, when I after he texts me back, the, the honey pot will be set. He'll he'll fall for the trap, and then I'll. I'll, I'll see if I can rope him in the, to come on here and ask him. Um, let says also our copyright lawyers specialized in each industry. So like music lawyer, game lawyer, et cetera. Uh, I would say yes, most likely if, I mean, if you want a good one, then, and, and you're talking specifically for an industry. Um, yes. The answer is probably. Uh, you, you would want somebody specialized in that, that has experience in that that industry would it's that because the other thing is it's not just experience it's also connections and networking so like that that's what you're paying for <laughs> that's really like that's really what you're you know a good chunk of what you're paying for is the networks and experience 
that they have access to. Michael said, uh, Michael says uh, is that a business idea, making it easy to use copyrighted music for YouTube videos? So there is a service that you – So there, well, there's a couple of different music services out there. Um, I've used – What's the one that's like really heavily promoted? Um, I know there's one called Licked that I think they give you access to pop, like pop music and stuff like that uh, to be able to like, you know, utilize that music. But when it comes to, oh, uh, Epidemic Sound, that's who I've used in the past. Um to for music like when i was doing vlogs and stuff i i used epidemic sound because it just make it easy it's like 30 bucks like 20 15 bucks a month or something like that and you get unlimited access to the music and as long as you're pet you know whatever you would it when it when you stop paying all your all your videos are still cleared it's just going forward you can't use any of those songs um so epidemic sound i think is is like among the best but yeah i heard about licked from one of the youtubers i watched that does a youtube growth like a youtube growth channel and they they talked about like oh you could get the you know use this taylor swift song like i don't know how much all that costs but it'd be it'd be, it'd be nice <laughs> you know it'd be nice to be able to to use those songs and not uh get get you know copyright claimed or or even striped for that matter you probably just get claimed but um, uh, Michael says a couple months ago, Lugwig hired a symphony orchestra to play a few songs to make them copyright free for everyone. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Uh, I've never watched any of Lugwig's things. Uh, I did watch or I did listen to his interview with uh, Graham Stephan on the Ice Coffee Hour. Uh, that was interesting. It was I didn't really know anything about. It. I'd heard the name a couple of times. Listened to that interview. Really interesting guy. Um, it seems neat. I, I don't, I mean, I don't know that I'd watch his content. I mean, I watch PewDiePie, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not trying to watch gameplay videos for the, like at this point. Um, Wasima says, because I feel like each industry and what is copyright infringement is so it is, it is video game music. As long as it's not like music, music is you know you can play that in video games or or in streams, but not the other like not music, music. Um, which is why some games have like a creator mode, so you flick that on and then it it doesn't play any copyrighted music, so that you can stream it. Um, Knight Rider says super super Joe, big fan, always enjoy your content, keep it up, and happy holidays, happy holidays to you, Knight Rider. Thank you so much for being here love the name by the way huge fan of knight rider huge huge fan um mark says joe mark from bali indonesia i have another friend uh uh ania sonia is in bali she wants me to come out there and host a conference at some point and maybe when the world stops being so crazy uh we will we will do that um keep up the good work and add my book to your bookshelf ah cool i didn't uh what's the name of the book where can i get it on amazon hopefully um the only thing about books is is i personally am a slow reader so i don't really read books so if you have an audiobook my book is an audio uh two of my four two of, of the four books i've written are an audiobook format um partly because of that because i just prefer to listen than uh than to to read because i'm just such a slow reader because i have to like read every single word in my head and it just takes too much patience um 
Luke Hughes says, Mr. Wonderful has an MBA degree. He said that his MBA was overrated. However, he said the connections he made were priceless. And that is true. You know, I was trying to explain this to one of our um, techs at the, at, uh, at the shop. He was talking about his son going to college and, like, getting good grades and stuff like that and not going out and partying and stuff. And I said, well, that's awesome. But, like, part of the reason he go, you know, you go to college is to make those connections, you know, and and uh, and make those friendships that, that are going to take you into your industry because you're networking with people, hopefully, in the industry in which you're, you know, hoping to get into. So, um you know, I, I think that, it, you know, while it's it's good to get great grades, um, they're all going to end up with the same piece of paper at the end of the day. Right. So the network is is the different the great equalizer differentiator there. Um, let's see. Uh, he has an MBA in business. OK, I thought um, he said he did psychology. I think he might have minored in psychology. I, th- I feel like he might have said that in one of his videos that he's done uh, over on his channel. Kevin is smart. I think he does silly things on Cameo because that's the type of platform it is, and he seizes a way to make quick cash. But, like, you know, when people throw around the fact that, like, oh, you know, you know, five hundred thousand dollars to Mark is like nothing, you know, or or five, you know, three hundred, two hundred thousand, five hundred, three hundred thousand is nothing to these millionaires. Like, why don't they just invest? Um, it's because it's not I mean it's not nothing and I think that you know it, it, what do we need quick cash for if we're you know if we're that rich right like what like what is six thousand dollars going to do for is he promoting it to like donate it to somewhere that six thousand dollars could make a difference I didn't see that on there so I don't I don't know I I you know I just or maybe that is his, his donation money. I don't know. Like he, you know, he takes that and then throws that, do, you know, to make donations to. But six thousand dollars is like nothing if we're if we're you know for really multimillionaires here. Like, still, I mean, well, every every dollar counts, right? But in the scheme of what we're talking about, it's not that much money. Uh, I think he studied psychology, but I don't think he has a degree in it. Yeah, I don't think I, I think he did just uh, study it. Masima um, said, "I find his YouTube channel so helpful. I've watched a couple of Kevin's videos where he he answers uh, does Q and As. Yeah, I uh, I've watched a lot of his channel. I I think um, I think his channel is is really helpful. I think there's a lot of great information that you can get out of it, and not um, not to in- spend your money with FTX specifically, but that's, that's the thing. Like everything comes into question. And it's like, you are a paid spokesperson for this. And then, you know, it's like, what else are you, you know, whatever, what, what else have you, you shilled that like is on the brink of financial ruin? I don't know. Maybe nothing, hopefully nothing for everybody's sake. But, um, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, the fool in the rain. What's going on? Happy ho- happy holidays. Uh, the key behind wealth is knowing how not to spend money regardless of the amount. You know, my grandfather said that uh, to me when I was very young. Um, and, into you know, I've always been in the computers and stuff. And I remember him telling me, it's like, you know, um, you know, Bill Gates. He's like, you know how Bill Gates gets to, to, to stay rich? He's like, because he shops at the, at the uh, 
at the Goodwill store. <laughs> you know, he's not he's not wearing fancy clothes and big watches and driving big old cars. Like he he you know he doesn't spend the money, which I mean he does. He did, and he does, and he's not a great example. Like you know, fast forward twenty thirty years later, not a great example. Um, but I think it's just you know it's the it's the forward facing persona too of what they want to you know be perceived as, and um, I, I you know so I, that that's look you again you gotta like live. Um, yeah, no, he he does have a massive yacht. I don't know if he had a massive. I mean, look, when when my grandfather was telling me this, was, we're talking like nineteen ninety. I was, I mean, I was probably like six or seven years old, eight years old. I mean, I was I was in the computers at a pretty young age. Like, I want to say by the age of five, I was really like really like tuned into what what was you know computers were and everything like that. Um, so it's, it's just, it's just, it's just different. Um, it's just different. Brandon, we, we've been talking about this. I've been on stream for an hour and a half now, man. Uh, you know, just talking about like Kevin, all these people that are like multimillionaires, billionaires, they're still just people. Um, and that we can't just take everything that they say as the word of you know, I don't want to say the word of God, but like you can't take it as like they, it's it is what it is, right? These people are still people. They do things that are not great um, in a lot of cases, and you know whether Kevin knew or not knew. Uh, he, I mean, as as uh, as what late as late as I guess as 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 late as um, November, you know he. Uh, you know, he was asked the question, would you invest in FTX uh, if if uh, Sam Bankman-Fried came to you and said, I have this other thing and I need money? And his answer was yes. <laughs> yes, I would. So, yeah. Uh, I think you can patent the book if it's... Uh, Gates has a massive yacht with a helicopter. Yeah, I, I don't know if he had that. Like, again, we're talking like 93. So I don't know that he had that kind of money back then. Um, uh, Margaret, I think you... Uh, Joe, I have another idea for you. Damon John has some videos breaking down pitches and offers he made on Shark Tank. He has Scrub Daddy and Scholarly... Uh, on his channel worth reviewing the videos so i so i've watched those um i actually have a a, a comment uh I, I thought it was really funny somebody it was funny but it's not funny um you know somebody was like oh damon you're you know you're you might you know you're too old to be doing this this youtube thing and and you know i don't know just uh, somebody just trying to hate on him and like people came to damon's defense and um, you know, I, it, I get comments like that all the time. <laughs> so it's, I, I, I just think it's funny. That it's like, you know, you could, you can have all that success. You can have all the, the accolades and the, and the TV, you know, spots and everything. And you still have people coming out to be like, ah, you, you don't know what you're talking about. You know? And, and again, not that they do because like Damon's caught, got his hand caught in the cookie jar too. So just like Mark has, just like Kevin has just, 
I don't know if Lori, I mean, Robert, we were talking earlier about Robert, right? And the, do I still have it here? Um, oh, I guess I don't have it any, oh, I do. It's right here. You know, Robert and his carshield.com ad, you know, ad campaign that I didn't even know about until somebody in the comments let us know about it here in the super community. So, um, yeah, uh, Bill. You know, said so Bill Gates was rare artwork and expensive cars, etc. He was wise with his money. Yeah, well, he wasn't. I mean, he, oh yeah, he he is buying up farmland. I want to say I heard somewhere that or read somewhere that he was like he owns the most farmland uh, in the United States at this point, which is scary. Not not good, not good uh, that one person can monopolize um, like that farm land where we need food <laughs> to come from <laughs> not good um assuming they do uh, they do value money hence why they don't invest in every business nope that is very true um so how come they view something like 300,000 as pocket change well they don't view it as pocket change i i mean when they cut when people come into the tank you know the higher the higher the amount the uh, the less likely you are to get a deal, right? Once you once you get past like two thousand two hundred thousand dollars, the the you're a lot less likely to get a deal. Three hundred thousand is is tough. It's still pretty tough. I mean, unless you're giving up a significant portion of the business, it's pretty tough to get a bit uh, to get a a uh, a deal at that point. Um, I gotta turn this heater on above me here because I don't know if that's gonna put a light on my head. I might have a sniper dot <laughs> showing on my head. In a second here, um, I promise it's it's just an infrared heater. It is not uh, Mister Wonderful or or anybody. Um, but yeah, so it, it yeah, it's definitely not pocket change, and and that's you gotta be you gotta be smart about the money because the money will dry up and go away very quickly. Uh, if you're not if you're not careful, so uh, I guess. I guess I'm not. Oh, I do have a red. I have a red spot right there. I think there. I can kind of see it. Yeah, I can kind of see it. Um, Robert is so boring. No offense. You know, I liked Robert probably the best for a while. They don't look boring here. Come on, man. He's like yelling at the camera. He's like, buy Car Shield. I made money. Like because I needed, you know, some cash from Car Shield. When I have like a half a billion dollar company or whatever, like that's not enough, right? And I think that's the, you know what? That's the word, right? What is enough? What is enough? What is enough for you? And what is enough for the people around you? And uh, when you, you know, one of the things that was, you know, that you, you have to consider is like if you, you know the, the 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 carrot is always being moved out in front of you right like what's you get more money you get a new circle of people okay now what do they got you know and and like you you know you're buying uh you know the normal ferrari and they're buying the one of a con or like the, the five ever made ferrari that was made you know ever made period and it's like wow like how do i get that car how do i get into that like sir you know that level of like absurdness of like there's five of these cars and now I own one of those five in the world. Um, 
you know, I, that's why I think it's just so important for you to like get your compass and figure out like what what is enough, and then always you know be checking with yourself, check in with yourself, and know like, um, oh, what was a loud bang? Um, you know, know what's <clears throat> know know where that line is for you. Uh, was he may ask what he's planning to do with the land? I don't know, but I mean, he clearly wants to own a lot of, he wants to be a farmer <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and he, he couldn't decide where he wanted to farm. He's like, the answer is yes. And we're going to farm everywhere, but I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it's not anything bad. Um, that he's planning on doing with it. Uh, I, I still think he should probably be investigated <laughs> from the, uh, Epstein situation a lot more than he probably uh, may have been or is. But who knows? Maybe it'll be another year or two before anything comes out because they're just trying to like unravel all the all the strings before they, they go after him. Um, American Express Centurion card. I've never even heard of a Centurion card. Is a good sign of your wealth. You know the problem with American Express is I have an American Express, and you can't spend it everywhere. There's a lot of places that won't take it. <laughs> like you know, I'll tell you what's a good good uh, sign of wealth: having a credit card that you can't spend. Like that's how. That's you know, there's like I'm so exclusive. I'm too exclusive to use my you know for you to take my money. Not a, not a, I mean, not a huge fan. Um, look here, says true. I did, did see some videos where Mark just made an offer because he felt sorry for them, like those sticky, sticky tie ladies. I don't think I've seen the sticky tie ladies before. I'll have to add that to my, my list. Yeah, hope, hopefully he doesn't want to genetically uh, modify crops and capitalize a, another pandemic. Uh, my hope is not. Um, read that he's trying to change America's diet. Very difficult to find a balanced article on this. Yeah, that would that would be a hard thing to find a balanced article on that. And I don't know how much he'd be able to change the diet. I mean, if it's, um, you know, the genetically modified food thing, I, I, I can see both sides of it. Um, I think, you know, on one hand, like people need food. Like you're not. Being on the planet without food, right? Um, and genetically modified food enables us to have food to have people, like, and more people. Um, so, like, like I, I get why people like want to go in that. Oh, Lucutus, it's good to see you. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a happy New Year. Uh, I'm going to try to be on. To, not tomorrow, obviously, but uh, I'm going to try to be on at some point um in, over the next week and i got a lot of videos coming out like i think i got one video for every day for the rest of the year coming out um so thank you thank you for being here with us what time is it 11 o'clock i think i'm going to jump on um some Fortnite while we're here if if no if people don't mind while we talk <clears throat> man my voice i'm gonna be have a lost voice by tomorrow let's see oh i keep putting the thing on my phone here on my phone but um uh what were we talking about the uh the food so yeah so i i like i see both sides of the argument i don't i don't think that we should all be trying to like genetically modify all the food but i also see the i you know the point of like hey we can actually 
create a better um, standard of life for people who wouldn't have access to food otherwise. You know. Um, the Fool in the Rain says, according to some, Gates wants to eliminate livestock, eat lab meat, uh, sell cultured chicken product on the market this year, 2021, patent pending regulatory review. Well, that's a fascinating um, proposition there, I would say. Uh, the idea that, you know, people would only eat cell cell grown food i don't i don't know how much um how much uh, how much stock i would put into that that's <coughs> seems um you know just it seems it seems overboard it seems overboard i would think Let's see here. Where's my properties? Properties. There we go. So, let's see. Oh, it was two women. Oh, so the sticky ties was this two women uh, with a brand called Ever Everwares. They made sticker ties you can wear and reuse. Huh. I mean, I don't know how often I would want to wear a sticker <laughs> as a t- as a tie. Uh, also says maybe if he's like Prince Andrew, uh, but you can't imagine it because he looks like a sensible man. Uh, what was that in reference to? Oh, that's why his wife divorced him. Maybe she knows something that no one else does. Yeah, probably does. She well, she knew that he was. <clears throat> hanging out with somebody he probably you know had no business hanging out with especially for the reason that bill gates had to to hang out with him because he thought that he could get a uh have access to a nobel peace prize or something absolutely absolutely ridiculous absolutely for the richest one of the richest people if not the richest person on the planet to need to to deal with him is uh especially after knowing that he had a uh, you know, legal issue in Florida. Just definitely not good. It's like, why Why Bill Gates is eager to get into farming? Well, Bill Gates also wants uh, to put um, vaccines inside of mosquitoes. I mean, for the right reasons, but not something that I uh, am really behind. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, difficult to find a balance source. It goes, I'm just parroting. Go play Fortnite. I am playing Fortnite. Let's go. Let's go get a win. I don't know. It's getting really cold out here. So it's like 10 degrees Fahrenheit out here right now. <coughs> well, not out here, here, but like outside of here. Um, so keeping it warm in here is not great oh you do it what's john i was just thinking about you the uh i was just talking who was i I was just talking about you the other day to somebody um we got to get together man we got to get some lunch together if i know you i i was talking to you uh your wife uh at the school like i don't know a week ago or something like that and uh she said you've been really busy but uh but we gotta we gotta get together. Lot lots to catch up on, man. Lots and lots to catch up on. That ooh, I like that one better. Uh oh, that door's open. 
Why is that door open? So, oh, Squish, good to see you in the good to see you in the, uh, in the chat. If FTX was pitched on Shark Tank, they would have called it out as a scam. Uh, they would have ridiculed the very concept of digital coins having value that's not based on anything. His involvement is puzzling. Well, Mark Mark Cuban did the same thing, man. That, uh, you know, being being involved uh, with Voyager and having that go nowhere or go less than nowhere, you know, is is very puzzling that Mark would like. Why why does Mark even need, feel the need to get involved? It just, I don't know. It just seems, it seems like a red flag to me, you know? It just seems like a, a red flag. Um, that's cool. Yeah, super, yeah, super busy. That's great news, brother. Thank you, man. I, uh, yeah, we definitely, let's, uh, let's figure it out for the new year. Uh, when, when's good for you. Um, I actually might have time on Monday if you're available for lunch. Uh, to get to get together would be would be cool if you're around. Hope you have a hope you and uh, your family have a great Christmas too. Uh, let's see, do a reaction video to the Everwhere's Shark Tank video. Was that a? Uh, it's kind of an old one, but it's on YouTube. Uh, I probably have it. Oh, you've been off all month. Yeah, okay. Well, let me let's let's uh let's try to shoot for Monday, man. It'd be great to get to catch up. Cause I'll be I'll be home um, all day Monday. Do I have a key? I don't have a key. Jeez. That's a Hey, level 30. How about that? Um, sweet. Uh, ding, ding. Let's let's do it. Uh, it seems that Mr. Oh, wait. Is there somebody here? Oh, that door was, that door was open. All right. Let's see. Is that the gun I want? That is the gun I want. Uh, it is so cold. Um... See, it seems that Mr. Wonderful has become his own product, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Shot from. Oh. Come on. Come back over here. You know what? Oh, I'm gonna move on out. Kevin did a uh, video for Walmart, and it was so obvious that he was doing it because he was getting paid. <laughs> did a Walmart Target. Uh, Fortnite gotta pay out 500 plus million FTC. Yes, and right, and right. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna say that. Um, the snowman scared me for a second there. <laughs> I thought. I thought it moved. Um, hopefully it did. I hope it didn't. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, you want to play that game? You want to you wanna, you wanna play that game? Oh, there you go. Run away. 
Yep, that's what happens. Womp womp. Yeah, Fortnite deserves to pay out that. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if it was specifically just because of that uh, article talking about how they hired um, psycho uh, psychiatrists to make their their um, their game addicting. I'm sure other people are doing the same thing, but yeah, it's not not a great look, especially for a game that uh, caters to kids. I know my kids always keep asking for V bucks so they can buy stuff, and their uncle B keeps. Uh, keeps offering to like pay for stuff and I'm like no stop like they don't need it <laughs> they don't oh no i want this one instead um they definitely do not need it you know what we're gonna take take a job instead because i don't want them being addicted to it um Oh, that's a... Oh, all right. Let's see ask, uh, do you think it's right game companies make violent games? Um, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask that to. So what Seema says, uh, like shooting, etc. It makes uh, it makes it fun, but it is that uh, but is that brainwashing kids? So as oh hey yo hey yo. So I, I would, uh, it's, that's a, it's a, that's a tough one for me. Um, cause I was the kid playing those games as a kid, right? And I personally don't have a problem, uh, playing those games with my kids, uh, as long as we can keep it in context and we always have conversations and, uh, and things like that. Now, do I think unchecked it's a good idea? Uh no. No, not 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 particularly. Um I think I think parent involvement is the most important aspect to it. In fact, I was watching a documentary about um the Super Nintendo coming out here in the states back in the back in the 90s and they uh some of the parents were like you know my my kids are like their grades are slipping and oh i'm glad i didn't take any damage there um my grades you know their grades are slipping and they're they're staying inside more and this that and third and, and you know to me i mean i i don't know I, I I don't know. I I think I think a lot of it comes down on the parents and whether or not the parents are are paying attention and and being involved. Um, I I think that if you're just going to use this stuff as a babysitter, I think that you're you're going to have a bad time. And I think like even I mean I see even with my own daughter right and how um how she chooses like if we if we leave her screen time unchecked her attitude changes um and, and when i say screen time i mean specifically her ipad if we, if i leave that unchecked um it it definitely is like she, her attitude changes she just is not the same like fun loving person um that she 
that she normally uh, is. And and that's why I, I think, like, I hate to say, like, it all comes back on the parents, but, I mean, I, as a parent myself now, uh, I definitely feel that way. Play video games on the way to hockey practice. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is like you you gotta you gotta put screen screen lim, uh screen time limit on there. Um, you do it says uh, yeah definitely parent control argument don't take away my fun because you can't parent your kids. So so like as long as the controls are there for the parents to be able to do it, but I also think that there is a there's a gap there that they need you know maybe more education is need. Ooh more education is needed because uh, and some of them are not that easy like I know um, uh, the Microsoft you know family stuff is not that easy to control and uh, Roblox for sure definitely not that easy to control Uh, uh, it's, uh, Gabby, baby. Yeah, yes, he's human, but he's worth millions. He should know better. He's human n with no moral. <laughs> yeah! Oh, hey, what's that? Uh, Wasima, or Wasima, I think, uh, it's Gabby, baby, is probably referring to Kevin. Um, she's probably watching back. Um, oh, hey, what's up there, buddy? Oh, hey. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's not good. This is not a good time. Ah. Yeah, no, he, I mean, they, and, and look, looking at, um, looking at, uh, you know, or talking with, talking with my friend Mike, you know, about this, he's, and that's where, like, the conversation of, like, but, you know, 10 plus million, uh, being a 10 plus millionaire, basically, it's like, how many, how many things did you, how many morals did you have to step over to get to that point, right? Probably more than most that have that kind of money plus want to admit. Um, so, I mean, if you're willing to, to, to do that, then... Um, then, I, like, great. I mean, if money... You know, if you're... <clears throat> if you're all on board with the... You know... Part, being part of the money cult, then, <laughs> then, that's, then you're going to be able to justify it. But, uh... But yeah, uh, Sima says, is that how people shoot in war like a video game? Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I don't know. I've never I've never even shot a, a, a rifle before or, or a pistol for that matter. Um, not something that I really want the responsibility for, though. I, I feel like at some point I might get my gun license, but I'm really not like I'm kind of don't really want the responsibility. 
Um, Ninja Republic said, Kevin blamed group think uh, for not doing due diligence or understanding fully what he was investing in. People know he values money above all else. And yeah, yeah, he does. Um, I think that if he... Uh, well, see, I live in New Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia. Um, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, how, how are you going to be a paid spokesperson for something, get paid millions of dollars, and just, like, look the other way when it comes to any kind of due diligence and then try to claim it's it's all on somebody else? Like, there is a certain point where it's like, you should be able to, you know, especially him versus, like, um, like some other celebrity, like a Tom Brady or something, where it's like nobody's going to Tom Brady for financial advice. Right or, or or you know Tom Brady's not on CNBC all the time giving dishing out financial advice. So I don't. It, it's it's definitely different. Um, with the new technology, yeah, it's crazy. With the robot technology, I I mean I guess. Um, did you see the the Balencia, yeah, Balenciaga thing? Uh, they were doing some demonic things for money. Yeah, I did. Um, not not a fan uh, of. I, I honestly, I'd never heard of Balenciaga before. Um, before uh, people started, you know, before it was like trending on on Facebook or not Facebook, Twitter. Um, there's also a really bad look when one of, uh, Mr. Beast's, uh, people was rocking a Balenciaga, uh, hoodie <laughs> in one of his, like, recent videos. Just not, not a good look. But, I, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know when the video was shot, but somebody should have probably thought to maybe edit it and, like, blur out his, his hoodie at a certain point, but... Uh, full one in the rain. Would Kevin give up money for fame? He's famous for loving money, which comes first now. Obviously, money. He choose. He chose money. Um, I don't know. That's a. That's a great question. I think he. I think he would go with money. I think he would go with money. I mean, I mean, he did choose money. He definitely chose money. <laughs> he definitely chose money. So I, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it would be pretty clear that he would, he would just, he wants the money. It's, it's all it is. It's a transaction. Um. Just a transaction. So, so, okay, okay, so, no, he definitely does care about fame. He does, but does he care about more, that more than money? I'm going to say, I, I don't know. I, but he definitely cares about fame. He definitely cares. I mean, if he didn't care about fame, he wouldn't be on, well, he wouldn't be on Shark Tank. He wouldn't, um, he wouldn't, um, 
be on CNBC constantly. He has his own show too, The Money Court. I want to do some of those. I'm going to do some reaction videos to The Money Court. I don't know. Has anybody in the. Oh, sh shoot. Ooh, that was close. Now that he has fame, money uh, might mean less. Money only has value compared to other people. <laughs> you do it, says, dude, I would totally seriously die in the first minute of this game. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's so like when I, um, to answer, well, to kind of go back to Wasima's question, uh, I don't play these games for the violence in fact i mean i wouldn't care if they were just a bunch of like star wars like you know blasters or whatever um what i what i care more about is the ability to uh you know reaction time and thinking and, and like you know solving problems and stuff in, in a very short period of time that's that's what i like the most God, my hand, my hands are cold. <laughs> What's the temperature out here? <clears throat> it's like 57 Fahrenheit here. I need to, I need to finish this, this garage off at some point. trying to wait until uh things slow down and then you you know can get uh one of one of our contractor friends to do it for not like crazy prices because they've all been running around oh shoot where am i getting shot from where am i getting shot from i don't really want to go back up here if i don't know where oh ah. I don't know where I'm getting shot from. Okay, so all right, Wasima, I'll I'll let me challenge you on that, right? So he says, uh, Wasima says these violent games can teach criminals how to hide, react, etc. So, so would playing paintball. So would playing uh, uh, airsoft. Which is similar to paintball. Um, I mean, I wish I could run for <laughs> as, as long and as fast as uh, as as uh, these these characters in the game can. Um, ooh, yeah, sacrifice the sniper rifle. Somebody's been in here. 
I mean, heck, there's um, friends of my or a friend of mine. Um, what's his name? Um, he runs the. Was it the Black Ops Entrepreneur Summit or something? Something to that effect uh, out in Arizona every year. I, I got to get out to one of them. But um, basically, he was a CIA agent and he you know turned entrepreneur slash um, lawyer. I want to say he's a lawyer. And he uh, and yeah, basically they teach you how to do like all like the CIA, you know, put you through your paces in like a CIA boot camp kind of thing. And that, you know, if, if anything's going to teach you how to be a criminal, that would, you know, potentially could. Oh, shoot. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean, me hitting four or five keys on a keyboard and like moving my mouse around, I, I don't know. Like, you either have the reaction time for it or you don't. I've just been fortunate to have had that reaction time from a long, long time ago. Uh, let's see. It's obviously fake, but I'm just saying other people may perceive it uh, differently. No, and that's true. Like, there, there was the, the whole, like, you know, people who felt that Doom was uh, training people how to kill people. Um... What the heck is that? <laughs> Though the funny thing about Doom, uh, I forget I was watching, I don't know, some some documentary video about it on YouTube and they were, you know, somebody in like an interview was like you know, my, you know, my family, I grew up in a Christian household and we played, you know, or my dad played Doom all the time. Like, what's more Christian than blowing up demons? <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's an NPC. Oh, shoot. Oh, where are you at? You in there? Oh, oh, boy. Right, I'm, I'm going to make my way away out of here. What the hell? Oh, fuck. Uh, Full in the rain. You have an excellent point about kids. I didn't jump in on that conversation raised for them. The daughter is in the neighbor. Got to watch it with the kiddos. Uh, they got NPCs in this. Yes, there are NPCs, and they'll give you stuff. But if you shoot them, uh, they will relentlessly come after you. And I have made that mistake. I want to be able to do that. What is going on here? Oh, no, no, no. Shoot. All right, all right, all right. Ooh. Oh, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> what? Whoa. Are you serious? Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, come on. Well, Iron Man got it. Got him. What time is it? 11.30. I'll just, like, do one more. 
could be a bear out here in Alaska you're taking on. I hear they're quick and big, and I try to avoid them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a bear, but that bear had like a gun on its back. Uh, Wasima says, how come, how comes Lori calls Kevin evil, nasty, and Barbara says it, uh, says... To some uh, entrepreneurs who choose Kevin that they've signed a deal with the devil. Is it a joke or something? I think it's... <clears throat> I'd like to think that after, you know, 14 seasons of the show that it's like... It's mostly for the camera. I would think. I don't think that they're actively like... You know, they they actually think that... I think a lot of that's for the camera. And I think to their benefit, they know that like, if they, you know, act like that, it gives people something to talk about. Uh, I think uh, the Fool in the Rain says, I, I think the sharks like to keep the rivalries going. We, we call it entertainment in the USA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gotta be, there's gotta be conflict, right? Like if you don't have conflict, then you don't have like, you know a story and if you don't have a story then it's a heck of a lot less interesting um isn't kevin offended i think kevin i think if kevin actually cares about money the most <laughs> then i don't think he would be offended because the amount of money that he's made since being on like having the platform you know being a part of the platform like shark tank and uh, he does have thick skin, so uh, at least a seemingly thick skin. I mean, everybody's got a soft, got soft spots. I mean, Ke like I showed earlier, like Kevin's cried before. It's, um, and you know, I I think that maybe you know maybe I mean while Kevin does have thick skin, um, you know he he does tell a lot of the stories, uh, you know the old like Greek stories and. Roman stories and things like that over the years so it does make me think that maybe there you know there's more there's definitely more to him than than just money and I think it, it's more it probably is more per, uh, persona than anything uh, I mean he wears it well you know, it's Man, it's like really windy outside. They even thought he was a cheat when the cheating app came on. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, it's it, there's a, a huge entertainment value to it. Again, if there's no conflict, there's no... Shoot, 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 shoot. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Ah. We're gonna get a gun. Yep, then we're gonna have a problem. For them. Oh boy. Ah! Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, if they have a shotgun, I'm in trouble. Ah. 
Like it, that uh, that isn't ruining his reputation by calling him the devil. Oh well. No, it's a. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 set on a TV show that can't be. You know, that is for entertainment purposes. Uh, for uh, is that how you pronounce that? Furtus three hundred and sixty. Uh, I mean, any person would be upset to lose a lot of money, even if you're rich. Yeah, yeah, they 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 would. Um, uh, you do it. I just got back from Shoprite West Deptford. Hardly anyone there. It was like shopping during the Super Bowl, which I highly recommend. Ding ding. I was there earlier. Uh, I would not recommend it. At I was there at like four o'clock, I think, and uh, it was. It wasn't completely complete. Like I've been there when it was more mobbed, but it was pretty. It was pretty crowded. Put it this way: I didn't pick up. A, I couldn't get a, a, a shopping um, basket. And I wasn't taking, I wasn't getting a cart because I wasn't going to try to navigate in there with a cart. That is <clears throat> for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I've ever gone out during the Super Bowl. I don't think. I think I mostly just stay home and watch the game. I mean, look, if, if, uh, if Kevin thought that being called, uh, called a cheater, was slanderous don't ha you know don't think for a second he wouldn't think to sue but he ain't gonna sue the hand the hand that feeds uh and he's not i i don't i don't think he's bigger than shark tank is he bigger than shark tank i don't know what do you what, what do you all think like i don't i don't i don't perceive him to be bigger than shark tank like i think he i think if he left shark tank tomorrow he would have he would still have his career for a while but i think it he would he would have to fight a lot harder to stay relevant right well i mean he he's not going to admit that he's a cheat on <laughs> on national television you know it's not i mean i, I think they were just joking with him I don't think it was it was awkward to watch. Yeah, there's been a couple of times that have been really awkward to watch interactions uh, between the sharks and I mean I don't know if you if you guys watched uh, the interview I did with Michael Levin. He, uh, he at the end of that it's like an hour and forty five minute interview, super valuable interview, like really a great amount of information in there, uh, not just from Shark Tank but business and and everything in between. Um, but he he tells a, a story about Barbara uh, coming up to him after he he gets done his pitch after she just told him that she didn't trust him. Yeah, so and that was really weird. See, like this is an NPC, so I can go up to her. She'll give me something for free, and then I can upgrade. Um, do I have money? I don't know. if... I guess I can. Oh, cool! I do. Oh, okay. Wait. Just don't shoot her. Just don't shoot her. Uh, some people in the comments were saying it's funny how Robert judged uh, judged when he cheated on his wife. Yeah, look, everybody finds a way to justify everything that they do in life. Because um, we're human. <laughs> it's like straight up. That's... That's at the end of it. We're all we're all human. Uh, no matter how much money, no matter how much you know, whatever we have. 
you do it says, I believe a lot of it is is all scripted and planned out months and years in advance. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, just like I told Mrs. You do it, uh, that Housewives of New Jersey is scripted and she don't want to hear it. Um, so uh, I would say that some like so when it comes to Shark Tank specifically, um, I don't. You know the private conversations that I've had. Uh, I I don't don't give me the impression that it is all scripted. Oh shoot! Um, but the producers definitely play a high role in uh, the inner like get, or the planning of what the entrepreneurs are going to say and do and uh, and all that. So. No, well, I, I mean, like, the direction and, like, guiding them along the path. Um, now, that doesn't mean that they're being told what to do, but you also have to remember that they're in the tank for, like, an hour, you know, an hour. 45 minutes to, like, I mean, I've heard as long as two, over two hours. So, if that's the case, then you're going to have a ton of footage to, to like, play with. And tell the story. Uh oh. Oh, whoa. Ah, crud. Ah, crap. Alright, let's just. Let's just. Let's just go. Let's just go. Let's go. Go, go, go. Oh, God, they're gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna get myself killed I was uh <laughs> it's getting getting involved here. <clears throat> see, obviously it was staged, but in that episode I see it seemed like they were judging Kevin, LOL. Uh Full Rain, how can you live life if you can't believe what you see or hear? Oh, thanks, you do it. Um, you know that that's the thing. I I think it's I mean, look. I have had to remind even my own wife uh, pretty recently and, and people around me that like, you know, just because you hear about something does not make it real, right? They say like, what, believe none of what, what, none of what you hear and half of what you see or something like that. Um, you know, it, you, you gotta, you gotta take into consideration the source and like and and I think the best example of that is just play whisper down the lane, right? Like, just play whisper down the lane, and you'll get like five people into the you know into people telling 
saying a, uh, a thing and then you'll find out quickly that it's completely different <laughs> than what the original words were um, that the original person started with. So just keep that in mind at all times. Like when you're, whenever you're hearing things or, you know, like y'all want to believe certain things. It, sometimes it's, you know, it makes us feel good or it's convenient. Um, but that doesn't make it true. I mean, there's one story. I'm not going to go into the story because I, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. But um, but I, I, I think that you know it's really easy for like rumor, rumors get started, right? Like, come on, man. All right, now we got a dog. Oh, they are actors. Business people are always trying to sell them. Yeah, all they yeah they are actors. I mean, if they weren't actors, they wouldn't be able to stay on the show for us. Oh crap! Let's get out. Nope. 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 Shoot! Shoot! Ah crap! That was my dog. Bring back my dog. How is that not filling up my... I want the thing. I think I want the thing. I'll take the... Oh, that is not what I wanted. That's what I wanted. I need shield. That's what I need. Dude, my left hand is getting really cold. Are business people trustworthy? Um, I don't know. Let me think about that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, I, 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 well, I think that the the the, the thing that comes up um, comes to mind is the the old like Greek, the Greek, Roman, uh, uh Q, Q Bono. Uh, which which stands for who who benefits, um, and asking you know always asking yourself like does you know who benefits from what we're talking about and like oh shoot 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 one where I'm getting shot from. Well, see, man, it is in my garage. So when uh, I used to have an office inside the house, um, and then when I had uh, our daughter, I moved that office. <clears throat> I moved that office upstairs so that she could have a playroom downstairs. Um, and then when the pandemic happened, uh, I moved. I was, you know, up there a lot. I was there. I was home every day at that point. And I was like, yeah, this, like, 12 by 12 bedroom is not cutting it to be up here, like, all day long. Um, so I have two garages. Um, there's one, like, there's a door that I put in, like, right on the other side of this frame. And uh, 
So when the pandemic happened, I was like, you know what? I need a bigger space. I need a space that I can like be out in. I can be away from the house. I can yell in when I'm playing video games with friends or whatever. I can stream. I can make videos at any time, you know, I want early in the morning, late at night. And uh, <clears throat> so my uh, my boy Mike came over and this this garage did not have um, in, it had insulation in the walls, but it was all like falling out and there was no sheetrock. So we um, so we we sheetrocked the whole thing, the ceiling uh, insulated the ceiling and I still got to get it finished at some point. Like so there's a I mean, that there's a garage door. The garage door is all the way down there. So I'm like pretty, you know, far away from it, but, um, but it is, I mean, it's cold outside. It's nine degrees, nine degrees Fahrenheit outside. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, I, I just needed a bigger space. And even now, like I would love to bring my, my office back inside. Um, but it just doesn't make sense. Uh, because then I can't like right now I'd have to like be whispering. Uh, because my daughter, like my daughter, I'd be right like next to my daughter's bedroom and right next to my bedroom, where my wife is most likely sleeping at this point. Yeah, you get away with this one. Well, thank you, thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah, it took a, it took a lot of a lot of weeks, but you know, I kept explaining to Mike. I'm like, man, you don't know, man. This is such a big deal to have a space that I can. You know, because I got my arcade cabinets back there. Um, they got my desk. My kids play. You know, their computer setups are right here um, for us to play and stream and stuff with. And you can see that in some of the videos. Uh, oh, shoot. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, lighting is definitely... It's it's a constant work in progress. Man, you are really missing. Uh, do 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 do. I don't hear that. Oh, I should have took the bloodhound. That was dumb. No, that was dumb. Only eight people left. But yeah, the, the lighting is always, you know, it's been something I've played with. Over, you can see that over the course of the years, uh, being in here. Um, but, you know, I, I just, it's just nice. And the other thing is when I come home uh, from the shop, like I come right here and then I put in, um, I put, like I have my laptop and stuff and I, you know, put my bag and laptop and camera bag and all like right here and then I go inside. Yeah, I have a heater. The heater is right. Well, I actually have three heaters in here. Um, I should probably. I mean, I'm I'm done after this. this is it's midnight. I need to need to go to bed <laughs> after this. Um, if I was gonna stay in, I have uh, there's a heater above me. Um, and then there's a heater like way back over here in this corner, and then we have a fireplace uh, heater, like electric heater. Uh, a chance to explode. Oh, come on, come on. Right. Reload. 
But yeah, my hands are my hands are freezing. I I actually have another heater I should probably bring in. I think it's upstairs at the moment that I can just like put under the desk. I can't. But the, I don't know, the big the big heater in the corner, I mean that's like a four thousand watt heater, so that one is the the best of the heaters. Um I just it's just at this point after this I'm I'm definitely on the bed. Uh you do it chatting with her, uh, nice chatting with everyone. I'm out, Joe. Uh give you a shout out on Sunday, confirming for Monday. Yeah, man. Let's let's go do it. Let's go get some something. I could wear gloves, but using the keyboard is not ideal with gloves. Enjoy, yes. Enjoy life. Create your world with your folks. You can try with folks. You can try. Oh, shh. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this, this sucks. This sucks. No. Give me some help. Give me some life. Give me some life. All right, let's get out of here. Woo! Go. Oh, that didn't work out. That ain't working out. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. I... Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Not good. Oh, oh here they come. Damn. Fourth place. All right, my voice is shot. I'm done playing. It's been so fun. It's been a great time. I appreciate you all watching and and uh, hanging in here with me and getting to play some Fortnite and answer questions and talk about life and celebrities and all that, man. All all of you in the super community, I greatly greatly appreciate uh, you being here and and. Uh, supporting you know talking having conversations and and learning from one another that is a hundred percent what we're here for uh wasima says joe how do you feel knowing that two percent of people have over 50 percent of the world's wealth i do not like it i don't get me wrong capitalism um i think it's mostly good i, I don't know i look at the i look at the world um Oh, you do it was just here for the for a therapy session. Oh, you're you're welcome. Uh, you know, I I I think capitalism is is good in a lot of ways. Um, but like when I look at like the health of the world, um, like like the like the um, like the weather and stuff. Uh, or not the weather, but like glo like from like global warming and things like that. I, you know. Well, it's not, it's not great. I think that we need, you know, capitalism needs regulation, um, in order to work. And I think that a good portion of what has, you know, what has made capitalism work is on the backs of, of people less fortunate, right? Less in less fortunate areas. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't, I don't love that part. I, I think that, um, you know, I, I think even like the stockholder thing, right? Like stockholders demand more profits. 
uh, maximize profits all the time. Like go, go, go. Um, you know, I, I think that we as humans have to set up, uh, a world in which we can all live in. Uh, cause we only have one <laughs> like Mars, you know, if Mars can be colonized, it's going to suck for the people that are there. Number one, number two, if it can, you know, if we could ever terraform Mars as a second planet, um, that ain't happening tomorrow. And that ain't happening. You know, even if we started the process, it would not be very quickly at all, like within our lifetime. So, or several generations of our lifetimes. So I, I think that we have, a, you know, the, there's a social responsibility uh, for businesses and, um, you know, to do, to do what's, what's right, not just for, for us and our wallets, but for our team, our customers, our communities as a whole. Then um, you do, yeah, be like Wawa and don't go public so you can control your destiny. Uh, yeah. I mean, Wawa is expanding way big, uh, you know, going into the future here, um, way, way, way big. So that is, um, cool. Cause I, I, I mean, I like Wawa a lot. Um, it's, it's yeah. Trying to make, trying to make things for pennies, but sell them for dollars. I mean, it, but it is greed and it isn't greed, right? Because you have other, you have other costs that you need to filter, you know, factor into that. Like, um marketing costs edu- you know educating the public costs and um you know there, there's a lot of other costs than just like what it costs to actually make like an iPhone right only costs so much to make like i don't know was like 20 bucks or something 30 bucks in in cost but the research and development costs are astronomical and things of that nature so there's a lot there's a lot to to take into account i um for it and i and i think but that's the 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 counter to that is also competition right we need competition we can't have monopolies we have monopolies here in america we had monopolies in the past and we had to break them up we need that that breakup hammer has to come back out it absolutely has to come back out um the fool in the rain thank you so much i appreciate the uh the do- this the donation joe doesn't uh doesn't look like i'm going to be able to get to church tomorrow can you put 5 bucks in a basket someplace and you know, and do whatever you want with the other 5 bucks thanks yes um there's a there's a i don't know can i get there tomorrow to donate um i don't know if i can get there tomorrow but there's a there's a um a really old family um uh i don't know how to say like christmas display uh that has been running for a long 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 time and uh they 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 use a ton of electricity to do their thing but they uh you know i i would love to 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 donate it uh to them they they put on a great show um in uh in Pittman New Jersey every year I don't know if if you do if you're still in here. Um, have you been to to Haggerty's? It's uh, it's like a it's a family tradition. I've been going there since I was a little little boy, um, and I love getting to take my kids there now. Um, uh, see, Jeff Bezos has more money than ninety two percent of the countries in the world. There's a YouTube video comparing his wealth to countries' GDP. Uh, Apple uses children for uh, to search for Kabul and uh, or co- was it cobalt maybe? and other metals for their products. Uh, they use children in Congo and other African countries. 
Yeah, oh, Haggerty's is a great display. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough to, to necessarily speak on all that. Um, yeah, Cobalt. Um, I, you know, I, I, I've, the, the thing there, um, I mean, it's it's almost seems like it's a I don't know what the right word for it is, but almost like a I don't want to say a function, but it's almost like a disease of capitalism. I mean, you think about it, like we had child labor in here, you know, in our country here in America until uh, you know they finally outlawed it, um, and it's only sort of outlawed. Cause like fan, there's like there's like loopholes like family businesses. I mean that's how I I got to work from the age of six, uh you know sweeping floors and ca- counting inventory and stocking stocking up shelves and stuff. So, um, you know I I it, I mean it it does seem to be like a dirty secret, right? Uh, or a not so secret, not so secret. Um, that that these companies, you know, they're they're always looking for the cheapest, you know, the cheapest way to do it. The way you know, and and unfortunately, these products, you know, that's one of the things. Um, not to change away from the 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 child labor because it it just it sh- that should not be the case. Um, so I I started working in the family business like in the summers when I was about six. You know, starting I was like six years old. Um, you know, I wouldn't spend my whole day there uh, at that young, but like I got to be around it, got to spend time. Uh, you know, do, like I said, like sweeping floors, put, counting inventory, and things of that nature. Six, seven years old. Um, so uh, it says like like fast fashion, not just technical items like fa- like iPhone. Yeah, I mean, fast fashion definitely has has some has its issues as well. Um, but yeah, not to, not to take away from that. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I see when it, like, I, I've gotten to the point where I feel like not even just one time use plastics. And I think I mentioned this in a recent video. Actually, the video might not have gone live yet. Um, where like one time, like I, like I'm not a fan of one-time use like anything, but when you really like start to think about the grand scheme of how long the earth has existed. And like, even if I, like, even if I use this microphone for 20 years, 30 years till I die. Right. Well, like, let's say I live to be, so like 70 years from now, I'm still rocking this microphone. It's I'm still able to plug it into a computer and it works and everything like that. Um, or even if actually, I think it has XLR in the back. Yeah, it does have XLR, so I could use it in, in a different way. But, um, in the grand scheme of life, or or light, you know, the existence of Earth, it's still basically a one-time use. Thing. <laughs> it's still basically a one-time use thing, unless it gets like recycled into something else. Uh, how much did your family pay you? So I want to say I was making. 
like 20 bucks a week or something like that. I don't know. Like I, you know, I, I, I it's funny. Cause like when I had, like when my kids come in now to the shop, cause I've had them come in for a couple, like, I don't know, a couple days, like one, maybe like three or four days total. Like my daughter's come into work. Um, and I had her like <clears throat> peeling, label, peeling and sticking labels and stuff. Um, I like, you know, my dad tries to like push this idea that she, you know, you work, so you get paid, which I, you know, I, I kind of like, I don't disagree with, but I don't know. I also kind of like the, there was an explanation given by somebody, I don't know, one of, one of the famous entrepreneurs out there. Um, whereas like I work for, you know, I work for knowledge and, the the you know the the whole thing is like she she's getting to learn the process you know um and so like yeah she like she's got money like she gets money for you get you know she she ended up getting paid but i'm like well you know i don't want her to just be motivated by money like i'm not motivated by money money you know it buys things but at the end of the day like i i care more about experiences i care about more conversations it's one of the reasons i'm i said i was gonna leave and i'm still here um <clears throat> like it's sorry my voice is uh starting to go but i i i, I want her to feel that the importance the gravity of that you know of of being a part of the process of getting to help others and not necessarily just doing it for a monetary gain. I think, you know, that's something that I really want to, to drive into them. And cause like, if I, you know, if I was just motivated by money, like I wouldn't have did a podcast for, I mean, I still do a podcast today. It's eight years in like the podcast itself has not made a lot of money, but I've made money because of the podcast. Um, not from the podcast. So, um, so uh, uh, going back, it says because uh, it must have been to get you involved so you could earn your pocket money. Um, yes and no. Like you know, it, it's also a part of the grooming process. I mean, the grooming process is not a great word to use for it anymore because people have ruined it. Um, but it, it's part of like the learning process. You know, that's why like you know, if you go like somebody, one of my close friends reached out to me the other day and was like you know, how, you know, how old are you, Joe? And I'm like, I'm 36. They're like, well, how can you say that you've have 30 years of experience in business? And I'm like, well, look, just cause you get involved doesn't mean that you come in as the CEO on day one, you know, you got to have experience. And, and I just got, was able to gain those a lot of those experiences at young, a much younger age than other people. You know, by the time I was like, 12 i was you know building computers and stuff uh in like 98 99 for for the company you know so you know i i have experiences that like some people wouldn't get until they're 20 25 30 35 and i had those experiences when i was like 12 you know so for me like you know i think it's really important to to have those experiences um so uh the, the was uh was Seema, the uh the family business well we have a uh, there's been a couple of different family businesses over the year but all of them over the years the uh the one at the time uh was part of truck parts i don't i don't have one of those hats here i think i have 
that's like way back uh on the shuffle alley back there but um yeah it was started by my grandfather and um oh uh oh did i miss oh the footer give it uh give it any time i may be snowed in i just got stocked up for four to six weeks aurora borealis coming wait 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 full of the rain you're in you are in alaska is that i did not know that i that is that is that is cool. I know you well, you mentioned earlier about Alaska. I didn't know you were talking about you being in Alaska. I thought you were talking about me being in the snow in a game. Um, but I will. I will. I hope I hope you stay safe and uh and are able to that's awesome, man. Definitely try and get some pictures, man. Have a have a good night. Um uh what was I what was I saying? Uh what's your family business? So and does it still exist? So the Pardo truck parts does not. My dad sold that in twenty fifteen. I left in twenty fourteen. I had had my fill um at that point of the internal politics and um and just feeling generally burnt out from it. And that's when I, I left and and about a month on later, month and a half later started my my uh podcast up. And uh it was a really really ultimately it was a really great decision and it was a decision that also um you know gma 67 uh flatterson uh glad to have you in the chat with us that you know that's um that's one of those things where it was really important to me to make those choices you know to have that choice to to be able to leave when when i never thought i would be able to actually leave uh, the company it was not something i thought that was <clears throat> in in the in the cards for me um but uh and yes 20 dollars is a lot to a six-year-old especially in 1993 two three four five oh, i probably got paid more after that like after the first couple years but i think at, at some point i was making like 20 dollars a day um, I want to say probably when I was about eight, nine, ten years old, something like that, like twenty, like around twenty, twenty five dollars a day. And then I was always told, like, oh, you know, you're lucky because I used to have to work for free. So you know, aren't you lucky? Uh, by my by my grandfather and my dad. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, money money does bring choices. It does not bring happiness. And uh. You know, I, I, the the interesting thing is, once my dad, um, once I left the company, my dad, event like years later, told me because we weren't, we didn't have a great, uh, we weren't getting along real well uh, when I left. It was not, it was not a very happy time for pretty much anybody. Um, I did feel rich at the time. I wish I still had some of that money. <laughs> I wish I still had some of that money. I didn't, you know, I didn't really realize how much of importance, you know, uh, savings was. That wasn't something that wasn't something I was being taught a whole lot of at, at that time. Um, so internal politics, uh, oh, so, well, let me finish. So, so when I, after I left, um, you know, my dad realized that like, you know we're not defined by the one company that like my grandfather started with my dad and my great grandfather so you know he he realized that it wasn't the end all be all and that um you know it, it wasn't necessarily 
he didn't have to keep it going forever just because it was something that was created, um, which is not how he felt prior to me leaving. So that, you know, me leaving kind of changed, you know, opened his eyes uh, in a lot of ways. Cause things at that point were, there was a lot of like, like internal chaos and things. And when I say internal politics, you know, when you have a company that's been around um, like 30 years and you have a lot of people that have worked there as long as like, say I had like been alive at the time. Um, cause the company started in 81 on board in 86. There was a lot, there was quite a few people that had worked in there since the eighties, you know, maybe not quite when I, you know, before I was born, but like around that time in early nineties, um, you know, it, it, people only want to change so much. They only want to deal with so much change and and uh, and things like that. So, um, the it became a lot of like it, like that's what I mean by internal politics because like people were related to um like my dad in some way, shape, or form. It's a friend. It's a girlfriend. It's the girlfriend's daughter. It's this person who's been here forever it's that person who's a family friend it's you know and and being in the in the truck parts industry you know it's it's not it's not it's not as cookie cutter as it, as i would have loved it to be or anybody would have loved it to be cuz you can't just you know pop in a vin number uh like a vehicle identification number for for a truck and get an answer like you and these are heavy duty trucks like big rig trucks um you know you have to uh do a lot you have to know what measurements to take and do the research and and then have experience to just know because you've come across it before and things like that and then you are in alaska dude that is so cool that is so cool. What part of Alaska? Where in Alaska are you? Please say Skagway. That's there's a there's a running joke uh, with some Disney podcast fans of uh, WDW today. That Skagway is is Skagway is the way. Um, we actually did a Skagway Alaska meetup at the um, uh, at the Spaceship Earth in Epcot uh, in Disney World and. Uh, we all picked like on the map in the ride. We all picked Skyway to like make it like super bright. So please say Skyway would be awesome. Um. So yeah. So so was it? You know, it was it was me and my dad in the business, and there was uh the other was my sister, but then there was like my aunt, uh my one aunt, and then my other aunt was in it at one point, but like a long time ago she she got it she got out. Um. But yeah, it was just it was just a lot of it was just a lot of personalities and things like that. And I mean, the company we were the largest independently owned truck parts company on the East Coast. Um, and frozen, frozen Alaska, that's a thing. Frozen Alaska, uh, no, is that that can't be a place, is it? Well, I mean, we got like Blue Ball, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania <laughs> around here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just so, so, so when you have companies that live, you know, the longer they live, the longer they have people and things like that. Um, so yes, I am, I am 30, I am 36. A lot of people like to say, no, you're so much older than that. Like, no, I'm not like, I know, look, I got the bad hair gene from my mom's side. Um, eh, but I, you know, 30, 36. 
Um, so yeah. So anyway, that like when you, you know, there was just a lot, there was, I mean, I wrote a lot about it in my book, um, you know, leading up to that, that time. Um, but I'm glad I stayed as long as I did. Cause I did get, there was a lot of experiences that I got in the last like three years, um, that I'm, I'm really grateful for that really helped like propel me to where I am today. Like to give me the confidence that of where I am today. So um, so as much as I was like very burnt out and very much like hating, um, where I was in life and what I was doing, it just, you know, did not make, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it didn't make sense to leave until it was no longer possible for me to stay. Um, no. So I don't just do podcasting now. I, that was the goal for a long time was just to make podcasting work. Um, and what I found is, and I, and I've translated that here. Um, cause that was in 2014. I started the podcast. I also started up the independent podcast conference, which we're doing our next event in September, uh, this upcoming September, September 8th and 9th. Um, so when you, um, uh yeah so i started that up in the, at the end of 2014 uh you know i wrote i've written four books um and i've done a bunch of consulting and stuff over the years but it things got complicated once i had my you know once we had our first kid and then they got more complicated once we had our second kid cuz my wife was no longer to be uh able to work so like you know, I wasn't making money that was like, whoa, like, you know, nobody, nobody's working on paying for everything. Like, let's go. Like that money was not happening at all. Um, so, so, but you know, I, I, I mean, I was making money, but just not enough to like pay all the bills. Um, but once my second, once my son came along, that's when it was, she, she left cause she won, she stayed home uh, with the kids. And then uh, I made the decision <clears throat> to leave. So I had taken, um, I was at a, a, a job with a nonprofit here in, uh, in Camden, New Jersey for a couple, like a year and a half. Um, we was, re- I love, I love it. I still, um, when we do, we're going to do some kind of live event, uh, streaming event or something like that. Uh, we're going to do donations to them. Um, it's called hope works and basically it's the short of it uh let me pull it up do 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 so they help um underprivileged youth get access let's see so we we have the power uh, you have the power to recode your future with hope works you combine education technology and entrepreneurship so that you can build professional web design and development skills uh we partner with young men and women 17 to 26 to get back get them back in school or permanent jobs and achieve their highest potential so i actually got to be their web director um which was it was it was it was cool and it was not cool because I, I I had to deal with a lot of customers and I didn't love that part about it, but I loved getting to work with the the uh, the youth because the youth, you know, a lot of them were entrepreneurs, were like trying to start their own business, um, and it just you know they they were they were just awesome and I loved getting to coach them. Um, it was the it was the absolute my favorite part of that of that uh, that and the the rest of the people I got to work with because everybody there cared a lot. The problem is is 
the pay wasn't all that great. So like I still, I was still coaching people, still running my podcast, still running independent podcast conference, uh, running, um, the, the super, um, entrepreneur conference as well. So like all these different things, um, and basically, uh, an opportunity came. So after my dad sold the business in 2015, he had a trucking company and a brokerage company that he ran for like another two years two yeah, like two years or so before that ended up folding. He was not very good at logistics. Um, he's a great salesman, but not good at logistics and that folded. And he went back to work with, um, a company called Pioneer that had been in our family since like the sixties. Um, so they're, they're a truck repair company and he started up a, a new, uh, you know, new name for it. Cause Pioneer didn't really have that great of a, uh, 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 call it reputation. So uh, part of fleet solutions is what he started up and he was like, look, we're, we're, we're growing and we're getting it. You know, we're getting a lot of the band back together and people back together I was like super hesitant to come back. Cause I was like, you know, I'm not really, uh, happy with the way a lot of the things were went <laughs> when I was there. Um, but you know, working at, working at HopeWorks uh, gave me a lot of the tools, the coping mechanisms. Um, cause I had to get, um, MI motivational, uh, uh, interviewing and I had, you know, down and I had to get, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, there, uh, it's like, like trained on, um, like mental health, um, like awareness, I guess, I guess is the way to put it. Um, but, oh, the full, oh, so you're in the, you're in the peninsula. That, that's awesome, man. 36 referring to your wisdom. So you're, oh, you're 36. That that or you're talking about me being 36, because it's always it's all I, I always good to have 30, 30 uh, 86 babies in the in the uh, in the house. So um so yeah so HopeWorks really helped me like learn how like a lot of a lot about myself and and how to deal with uh you know stressful tr- like you know triggering situations uh and stuff like that. So it really helped like when I went back um. Cause so I, I agreed to go back cause I, you know, mostly cause I needed the money, but also because I wanted to help him, uh, get an opportunity to have a break. Cause he had been going nonstop, um, pretty much since like 20, my grandfather passed away in like 2010 and he was 2010 or 20, 2009. And pretty much he was nonstop since then. So he was, you know, like, I need, I need somebody, <laughs> I need somebody I can help, you know, put, get, get a new computer system in here, uh, help us get, you know, up to, up to speed. Uh, Cause they were like still writing on, pa- you know, paper cards and things and we're not set up to, to grow at all um, in, in any kind of way. So, yeah, I, um, so I came back and in, you know, so I was there until 2020, March 2020, when the pandemic happened, I, I stopped being there, um, every day because, uh, my son has a reactive airway disease that we found out about in like November and December when he went into the hospital in 2019. So I was like, oh, well, 
we're not trying to like tempt fate here. Like, let's not try to give him that thing that is like maybe getting a lot of people ill and, you know, he's susceptible to having, you know, low blood ox and stuff. Uh, once, you know, just being sick in general, let alone, uh, getting the illness. So, so I left. Um, I mean, I worked in the background, but I, you know, I really, I spent pretty much every day here for, two years um from 2020 march 2020 till i came back into the office uh and worked in the day-to-day operations in my april of this year something like that um skyways on the panhandle you can't get there from here (laughs) oh that's funny uh kid india thank you thank you so much i greatly appreciate the uh the donation it's um it's it's very much well appreciated um and good to see you in the chat as well hope you're hope you're having a great night i don't know if you you're celebrating uh christmas i mean we're we're it's it's christmas eve it's christmas oh man it's all dirty already it's christmas eve here uh on the east coast <coughs> but yeah uh let's see oh seemingly said why do you think there are some people who are the opposite of you where do, where they do things just for money. You know, I have these conversations with my wife all the time. Um there's people in our li- in our lives that that feel that way very much. Um and I don't know why I don't feel that way um as much. I I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of have some ideas, you know, going back into childhood and um, like, you know, my parents, they're divorced. They got divorced when I was six. Um, and not long after that, I uh, I had this, you know, I, I remember being asked a lot, like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I used to say I wanted to be a child psychologist um, because I, I wanted to help other kids going through divorce like I was. And dealing with uh, the battles and the 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 mind games and the not great things that come out when you know people aren't happy and and not together, um, and it's one of the reasons I I put so much effort into uh, being with the kids and and being with my wife and and even you know just um, you know picking my wife was was you know taught like it was a big thing because i i want to make sure that um if i were to bring kids into the world like i want to i don't want them to suffer the same things that that i you know and i say suffer because like look this is this is what i had to deal with this isn't necessarily the worst thing parents definitely aren't the worst there's way worse parents out there uh, and, and way worse situations than I ever had to deal with. HopeWorks was a great opportunity to get to meet some of those youth that are experiencing those situations way worse than I ever had to. Um, but I, but as a kid, like, you know, it is what it is. You're dealing with these things. And, and I just, uh, you know, I, I've always, even from a young age, just like, want to help other you know kids and i've gotten to do that like i've gotten to do that through hopeworks i've gotten to do that through speaking engagements at um grade schools and 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 middle schools and uh other kid uh oriented events and things so you know i I, i'm grateful that 
even though I didn't go to school, because like one of the things is I didn't love school. So so when they were like, oh yeah, you know, you can go and do that. And it's going to take like, well, if you're going to be a psychiatrist, it's going to be like, you know, 10 years of schooling. And I'm like, whoa, like, I don't even like, you know, care for school that much. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to do all that. Um, but, uh, full, full in the rain. Uh, my dad had a very successful small business because his business partner was his reciprocal. Yeah. I think it's important to have both sides of it. I mean, if you look at like, you know, Walt Disney, right. You had the money guy, which was, uh, Oh God, why am I blanking on Walt Roy? <laughs> and then you have Walt, right. Uh, and, and that is, you know, you have that, the, that that like yin and yang setup of two different types of uh, left brain right brain type of thinking um, that can make it go make it go forward and yeah um, yes I am I am thirty six okay so you were you were talking about it. I gotta eat up here there we go that's better what was uh what was your your dad's business in. Uh, fool in the rain and uh, do you think money equals power independence well there's been a ton of studies on that right like where it's like $75,000 is like peak happy you know peak happiness can happen around that which is you know it's on a scale too because you still have to um it's all about like where you live and how much it, things cost and all that. Um, so, so, but like, once you get past that, it's like, like the happiness, like, you know, cause you're, it's all about like Laszlo's uh, hierarchy of needs. And that is um, one of the things that you have to like really take into consideration is all your, all your, all your needs being met. And once you get past a certain point, like the money can actually start to be a hindrance in some ways. Uh, RPI grad metallurgic engineer. My dad's company developed a little solar panel in the first solar instant camera. Wow. Uh, that's interesting. Oh, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Tony. Good, good to see you here in the chat. Glad you enjoyed uh, the video. I guess um, right, you're talking about like the last, the newest one I just uploaded because there's another one going up in like 10 hours <laughs> or so. Uh, I think 11 a.m. Eastern is the next one. Uh, Wasima says, so do you think you're in the minority? I think people like you are better though as it's a more mature attitude. So the thing about that is like, there's so many times in life that, and I shouldn't feel this way. And like, I, I don't know. It's, so, it's weird. It's like weird for me as a parent now to think about it with like my daughter and my son and um, whether or not I want them to be the adult in the room. Because there's a lot of times growing up where like I felt like I was the adult in the room because of the way everybody was acting like just complete morons like you know just very irrational and even to this day like i just a lot of times i still feel like i'm the adult in the room and i'm the youngest in the room like what the heck like why it's you know i i think it's you know i think that's part of the whole you know being being super and and wanting 
you know, the, the best for myself and the people around me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember even as a kid, like towards the end of high school, I got, I started to get into DJing and I remember thinking to myself, like, how can I utilize this skill or this, you know, outlet to be able to open doors for me and my friends, you know, and, and help them not necessarily to be like, cause I, I don't really want like the entourage i wouldn't want the entourage kind of thing going on but like how can i help them get to the top of their mountain right like what what can what doors can i open for us but when i say us i mean for them you know collectively us to open doors to push them to the top of where they want to go and that's just it's just part of it's just like ingrained in me um uh, Full and Rain says Polaroid, Bell, and Hal, and medical equipment modification. Oh, wow. Um, and do I think I'm in the minority? Yeah, no, I, I do. I think a lot of people put money at the top of their list of things that like tell. There's a song about that, isn't there? Like, if I had all the was it, if I had all the money, I would sit at the top of the mountain and preach to the wise men or something like that. Um, who's that? So is that a Oh, uh, what's that? A Bob Dylan song, I think. Is that a Bob Dylan? I think it's a Bob Dylan. Old Iron. 57. That's not, not terrible. Let me. Probably have more red light effect now. Oh, yeah. You can definitely see the, <laughs> the dot coming through. Um,. Uh, Kid India, I said, I started to accumulate too many possessions, felt burdened from maintaining all of it, let go, and felt the uh, the pain of let go, and I'm much happier now. <clears throat> Only focusing on what I need and the essentials now. Hmm. That, um, you know, I... I, I I fancy myself a minimalist. I know I'm well, it depends on you know, if you use like a liberal word of minimalist, I think I'm in that I'm in that boat. Um but I, I like I like to uh, you know, I, I like to have things that that I will actually use. Um you know, I like so I so I have a I have a nickname <laughs> amongst uh, some of my friends that that know me best. Uh, and my friend Andre, he he gave it to me is uh, send it back, Joe. <laughs> and the reason I'm send it back, Joe, is because I have a tendency to return a lot of things that like I'm like, oh, I would really like this. I, I think I'm I, you know, I think I could integrate this into my workflow and into my life. And then I get it and I'm like, yeah, no, it's not quite that and i don't want it just sitting around you know like gathering dust but i but i in some ways i'm a pack rat because like you know i'm sure maybe even you kid india as somebody who has camera equipment and stuff has like the box of cables and the box of you know the box of like um things that you know you don't use all the time but like i like but by my box is several boxes worth of cables because i have lots of different um hobbies right from djing to camera and video to gaming um to to like arcade you know arcade games and stuff 
Um, so there's like a lot of stuff that you just have to have stuff for like, and, and I don't have to, I don't use it all the time, but it's there. Keep it, you know, and I store it in the attic. Um, but I do say, and like, so I don't have a copy of that book here, but my first book, I, um, I, you know, is one of the, the, the 31 life changing concepts is that everything has to pay rent. So it's everything takes up, you're paying for the space in which things live uh, or, or are, and everything has to pay rent in either necessity or pleasure. And if it's not paying its rent, then it needs to go. So, um, you know, can I say that about everything I have? No, but now that I have two kids, there's been things where I'm like, man, I'm glad I held on to this because I would just be rebuying it later. And here we are, like, you know, when they get, as they're getting older, um, I'm able to, to, to already have some of those things. Uh, Kidinia says, absolutely. You're right. The cables, wires, the batteries are definitely a needed storage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it you, you just, you have, to, I mean, there's, you can't see it right now because the, the way the light is, but like there's shelters, um, drawers underneath of the shuffle alley over here. And, one of the one of those is um all camera stuff like all kinds of stuff uh filters and you know all kinds all kinds of things like that but yeah so that's that's the way i say it. like everything takes up square footage right so it's like you know the smaller it is the more likely i'm to keep it light you know keep it around the the bigger it is the more square footage it takes up the more I'm paying for that square footage and, you know, rent, well, not rent in this case, mortgage, but everything's got to pay its rent because it's renting the space from me, right? I'm the landlord. Uh, and, and you know, but I, you can also apply that to business, right? So, I, you know, that's where it originally came up. Um, there's, I mean, it's a long story about, and I wrote about it in my book and I've talked about it, but, uh, you know, if you you have inventory, you only have so much space. And then what inventory are you filling up that space with? Is it stuff that's actually moving, giving you a return on your investment and having the, the right amount of turns? If it's not, then it needs to it needs to go so you can make room for the more of the stuff you should be buying to sell. Um, yeah, great, great brand analogy. Your stuff not entirely sitting idle, not in a dump. It's value. Yeah, I mean, because the, well, the other the other flip side of that to go to Kid India, right? Is in theory, um, we own we can we own everything in the world, right? Like we can just go to eBay and rebuy whatever it is that we don't want. We could also go and sell that thing, right? So. I mean, with the exception of like really rare things, like really rare things or things that are, you know, may become rare in the future. Um, you know, you, you could just go to eBay and like, go get it again. And it, it might be cheaper and there might be a newer generation that's better or faster or whatever. So, you know, in the, like, so I, I say that, but then at some, there's, I don't know. It also depends on like how much is it, it cost um versus what you're going to sell it for versus like if i hold on to it um you know it's just it's just it's just something as long as you're thinking in that mode like you can justify what you're going to keep and what you're going to do with it um the fool in the rain says i've got backup generators i pray i never have to use them but i gotta have it yeah we've talked i've talked about getting backup generators. we lose power here like maybe 
one to three times a year. It's not the end of the world for us. I mean, because it's only down for like an hour, usually at most. But, um, but you know, I, I think it's, yeah, it's definitely better, especially because you're living in Alaska. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, it ain't warm. You need, you got to have, you got to have food. You got to have heat. And, and, and yeah, like, I, well, I mean, you could always start a fire. I, I mean, there's, there's ways around it, I guess, but like, yeah, I would, if I was living there up there, I would probably would definitely have a generator. Like worst case here, like I just get in my car, go to my dad's house. He has a gen, like a built-in house generator. Um. Oh, you said I meant your cables and equipment. I don't. Uh, I think I missed what you're saying there. Fool in the rain. Uh, let's see, Wasima. Uh, do you wish you were different or okay with how you view money? I'm also like you, but was wondering if there was something wrong with me, and was am I in the minority? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I mean growing up growing up I ver I mean I'm a Rage Against the Machine fan. <laughs> so if that if that tells you anything, um that you know it, it, Yeah. Uh it's it's funny, like having you know business knowledge, but like I again, I I really put a a heavy focus on um, social responsibility and and uh, and personal responsibility, like like having a sense of responsibility for the community that and and that you live in and work in and operate in, um, and your you know and your team. I I think that. I don't think that ever. I think if if you look at America, uh, I don't know if it's just America either. It's probably not just America, but mostly in America, and in the sense that people will borrow lots and lots of debt like they'll take on lots and lots of debt to buy things right that they want or feel they need um it's you know the whole like keeping up with the joneses thing i i i've i've fallen like i i'm not perfect i've fallen victim to it um i try to buy things that you know, like I said earlier, like fit my workflow, fit how I I live, how I think. I try not to let other people. I'm I'm definitely not perfect, so it's this isn't me preaching, but by any means, um, I I try to I try to try to live and do things that that make bring joy to me, regardless of how other people like view them. Um, examples, right? So I like to go to Disney World. I have lots of friends down there. Um, and it's not really about the rides from after, you know, after a while it wasn't about the rides. I'll go to run races. I go to see friends. I get to go share experiences. Um, in some cases, network with, you know, people. Um, 
but some people, you know, don't don't understand that. They just, you know, you're going to Disney again? Like, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to go run a race and like spend time with friends and and have great experiences. Um you know, not, not everybody's going to get that. Um as somebody who you know, puts a a high value on performance um how something performs over like how it looks i i do have a little bit of i do like um form to a certain extent but uh but 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 performance is a big one for me right and that's that's a really important um aspect to to every decision that i make is can it perform the way i need it to um so I I don't know. I sometimes I wish I I I sometimes I I wish that I could just be like other people and and like let things go. Um like like one of the another example. I don't drink. I never drank. Never uh I mean, I can't say I haven't been high, but it was not intentional either time. I I like to be in control of my situation. Um I like to uh you know, be present for people and I like to remember the things that I I do. So um so but that's like you know that's another way like I am not like most people and I feel like that has sometimes kind of sidelined me in people's minds. Um but then I remember like this is this is me. This is I mean I've had to I've had to come to um grips with standing up to a bunch of people not standing up but just like standing up for myself and and how i was going to uh not go somewhere that everybody else was going to go just because they were going to go and i'm like yeah no you y'all have fun like that's that's your that's that's for you that's not for me um and I'm not passing judgment. Like I, you know, like sometimes, like I said, I wish I feel like I could uh, be like that, be like everybody else, let go, like everybody else seems to, you know, be able to do, or, or every, you know, every, quote unquote, everybody. Um, but this that's not. It's just not. And as much as I would love for it to, sometimes, sometimes it would be a lot easier <laughs> uh, for me. But I, I think that it's it's just too important to me um, to, to not, you know, just to be myself and to not give in to uh, what other people want. And, and it, you know, I don't, Oh, I'm not always the fastest to it um, because like, I'm trying to calculate like, how is this going to affect me in other ways? Um, I've been called out on that before by not being the fastest, but, but, uh, and, and I'm okay with that. I can I can live with, I can live with that. That's that's okay. I'd rather be calculated and and try, or as calculated as I can be. I'm not perfect, um, but yeah. Uh, Full in the rain says sorry, my bad communication. You seem balanced between two worlds of ideals and reality. That's that's a pretty good yeah. Well, that's a pretty good read. That's a pretty good read, man. Um, that is that is exactly uh i you know I, I having having family that you know is is in business and having this background and all but 
at the same time, like, I, I just think that, you know, we, we have to do the best for each other as much as we can. And again, I'm, I'm not perfect. Um, sometimes I make mistakes, but, uh, you know, the goal, the goal is always there. Um, and sometimes, you know, we gotta, we have to see things, um, from a distance to be able to know, like when it's, when it's okay to, um, to forgive ourselves for, for said mistakes. Um, Lucima says that's so true. Really powerful. What you're saying. Well, I, I appreciate that. That's what we're, that's what, that's why I'm up at, oh my God, it's one o'clock. <laughs> oh, I need to, I do need to go to bed. Um, I'll be kicking myself in the morning for sure, but I've been enjoying it. So, <laughs> um, you know, when when you think about the 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 fact that, like, I I I prefer to live in a world um, where we can be critical thinkers, um, and it you don't have to like you know I I don't subscribe to the idea that everybody has to be like I love pancakes, so that means you hate waffles. Um, no, I can I can love both. You know, and, or, or love both to a certain extent, right? Uh, it, it doesn't mean I have to hate one thing to love another. And I think that we, as a as a society, uh, as a culture, or like a global culture, well, I don't know about global, but at least in American culture, everything has gotten so great, like so wild as far as like there is no middle ground you can't be middle ground and i I, it's just the way i see myself it's like let's let's talk about it let's talk about all the sides and like get as much real information as we can and all that but um the full full in the rain uh we got to get joe to sleep soon good night everybody happy holidays happy holidays i hope you have a wonderful uh christmas and and if i don't see you in the chat new year's uh, we gotta do more of these. You definitely gotta do more of these. This this is fine. I can't do I can't do the one o'clock in the morning, but every night. But we gotta do more of these. Um, but I I am gonna go go to uh, I'm gonna sign off here. So I I appreciate you all watching. I appreciate the donations. I appreciate all the questions and being able to to help. Uh, we talked about patents. Uh, Sam, uh, my job. So I uh I am the COO of uh Pardo Fleet Solutions. Right there. You can go to pardos.net. We do uh, mobile and in-shop repairs of heavy-duty trucks. Uh, this company's been around in my family since, like, the 60s. And, uh, yeah. Uh, it says, I guess it doesn't matter uh, yet. I'm a lady. That born that way. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I, oh. That's okay. You can be hey, if if it's good enough for Lady Gaga to be born that way, then uh it's good enough for anybody else to be that way. Uh Sam, we uh yeah, we do we have hats. I have them we have them at the um well, if I don't know, what hat what hat do you want? Do you oh, we got a super entrepreneur hat. We got uh oh, I don't have any of these for sale. Though I could put some up for sale on my site. Uh, and we got super hats. I actually don't wear hats. It's it, which is ironic because I have a bunch of them on here. It's a good way to to, to, to have things. But uh, 
it's like I don't know. I just I mean I wear a hat like when I mow the lawn. That's about it. I should wear. I gotta get used to wearing hats more because like there ain't a whole lot of hovering up there anymore. <clears throat> Wasima, you uh, yo, you were so welcome. Um, you were you are so welcome. I when am I next? Uh, when are you next live? When am I live? Definitely not tomorrow, and definitely not the day after <laughs> Christmas. Uh, I mean, tomorrow is Christmas Eve at this point here. Uh, but not Christmas. Maybe like maybe Monday. Uh, I'm supposed to be home. Right, we gave everybody off, so I'll be home. So maybe for a little bit. Oh, you know what? It's a, this is a oh full oh okay. Let's yeah, let's have yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Somebody um somebody I'm friends with was calling me Pardue for like the longest time, and I and I was like I I, I was gonna keep letting it go. Um. And then I, I was like, ah, you know, just so you know, my name's Pardo, but yeah, sure, whatever, whatever. And they're like, oh, I feel like such a jackass now. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. But you were the only person that I know that was calling me Pardo. Um, this is not my first live. Uh, by the way, I love Led Zeppelin. By the way, one, one, uh, probably top twenty favorite band of all time, easily, um, in that top twenty. Uh, is is this my first live? No, it's not my first live. I've done quite a few. You can go back. It, there's a playlist of all the different lives. I got to add this. Add this might already be added to it. I'm not sure. Oh, it is. It's added to my live stream. So if yeah, if you go to the homepage of the uh, channel, you can uh, scroll down the live streams. There's live streams and there's explaining through gaming. Oh, I should make it a little bigger. Uh, there's live streams and explaining through gaming. So that's you know kind of what we did here. We did a kind of a little bit of everything. It's been uh, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that, glad that yeah. It's been it's been relaxed for me. I I mean being able to talk for three and a half hours. That's why I like to have guests because guests talk and then I don't have to talk the whole time. But uh, but that's I got to learn to like lower my voice. Like I I feel like I always want to like project, but like my voice can only. Do that for so long before it starts to you know sputter out uh so i just need to like get the get the mic a little closer and and feel like i can talk you know at a normal level without feeling the need i just don't want to put people to sleep because like i'm a high energy guy but i can't do that for three and a half hours Sierra says, "Look forward to your next live. Please ask your copyright lawyer friend to be a guest. I will, I will, I will text him to m- in the morning, and uh, I will if he if he responds to me, I will uh, I will make sure that that's the case." Uh, Hello says, "What's your favorite Shark Tank pitch?" Um, yes, you. Oh, you you knew. Wait, wait, full in the rain. You knew I was a, a, a part time lead to leadhead. Yeah, I I've been listening to Led Zeppelin since middle school. I want to say, probably earlier than that. Like, because the classic rock stations were like always on, uh, or growing up. But uh, but I specifically like really got into Led Zeppelin probably in middle school. So like, I mean, obviously that wasn't when they were like new, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. Uh, now I'm really going to say goodnight. Yes, you you go tonight, falling in the rain. Greatly appreciate you, and I will donate the $5. Uh, no problem. 
And I will think of cues I have. LOL. Uh, so hello, I asked, what's your favorite Shark Patch, uh, Shark Tank pitch? Uh, I don't know. There's so many. There, I mean, there, there is just, there's just so many. Um, that's hard too because now that I've been there, yes. Good night with Sima and Merry Christmas. Uh, now that I know, you know, a handful of these people, like personally, um it makes it hard to pick like I people used to ask me who my favorite interview was uh, when I, you know, doing the dreamers podcast and I don't know, I did like 350 interviews or something like that. And it's like picking like a favorite child. Like, I don't know. I can't, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to pick one. Um, especially when you know some of the people, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Um, there's definitely some that I'm not as much of a fan of. Um, <laughs> I ain't that old. No, no, you don't have to be. I'm not though. You know, I just uh, fell in love with the music. Really, uh, spoke to me. In, in in middle school and uh early especially in early high school man i don't know there's so there's so many so so many there's some that and i'm not going to name names but there's some that stand out to me as disingenuous and I'm sure somebody, you know, watching would maybe feel that way too. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. Uh, yes, this this live will definitely be saved uh, on my channel. And it will also be uh, on my blog over at joeparter.com. Um, and I'm, I might actually, maybe I'll turn this into a podcast episode too and drop it. Um, as well. Oh no, my it, we we stayed up to one o'clock, and now my <laughs> my Roomba's starting up. Super loud, super loud. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'll be it, this will definitely be available afterwards. But yeah, I, there's definitely some some pitches that just like the numbers don't seem to add up to me or the story doesn't add up. And then when you go and we look at their social media, oh, I won't. No, I definitely won't be editing. I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Dork in the violin when da uh, Charlie Daniels and <laughs> Devil went down the Georgia violin was a fiddle. No more bullies. <laughs> um. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a few of them like that. They'll be like, oh, well, we did all these things and we got all this blah, 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 blah. And then like, I'm like, OK, and we get to the social media. And I'm like, something's not adding up here. Like you were all about social media and we got here and there's not a lot going on. So I'm not going to name names, but the videos, if you read between the lines, because I always want to try to put a positive spin on it. Um, 
as much as possible because I, you know, I, I want these are real people. <laughs> the entrepreneurs are real people, and I want to, you know, uh, give everybody the the benefit of the doubt because we're looking at an edited version of an hour long, maybe plus, uh, conversation that happened with them and the sharks. So, yeah, um, no, no, that's that's quite all right. Hello, I I I don't have a problem with being put on the spot. I know how to I know how to not pick the <laughs> the favorite the favorite child. It's I've been doing it a while now, but uh, um. Hmm. Yo, you know, this is interesting. So this, uh, this pitch here, this, uh, a spicy counter Sienna sauce on shark tank, this video for the longest time had like no views, no matter what I did. I've, I've, you know, changed the thumbnail a bunch of times did a whole bunch of stuff to try to make it work. And for whatever reason, uh, it, it just never, it just never took off. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm actually glad to see that it has, uh, views now. I mean, not like a ton of views it comparatively speaking, but, um, let me see. I'll let it. Wow, it still actually is not very is <laughs> not very good. Um wow. So yeah, so like for the longest time, like you see, like it barely went anywhere. And then it's so it's slowly been taking off. But I mean that's six hundred and forty two days after publishing, <laughs> and we're still um at twelve hundred, which is below the average views. Cat tongue. Well, I think that I you know, I want to draw a cat for you. I think that one stands out a little bit. You know, there's ones that stand out, but you know, but it stands out probably for the wrong reasons. <laughs> like it doesn't stand out because it's, you know, a great um I don't know. It's not not because it's like my favorite pitch or anything, but but yeah. All right. I it's very cold at this point, and I need to go to bed because <laughs> it is Christmas Eve. Everybody, I appreciate you being in the super community, being here till one o'clock in the morning. Um, I hope you and your families all have a great time uh, over the next uh, couple of days here. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah. Hope that's uh, all going well for you. I don't think I did. I don't think I did the cat. I don't know what, I, what the cat tongue sucking me back in here, full in the rain. Um, uh, cat tongue. Oh, I did. Okay, so I think this was in season. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've ever actually watched this one. 
Or maybe I had no season eight. I didn't really watch. I don't think I've ever really watched much of season eight. <clears throat> well, spoiler alert, it's no longer in business. <coughs> that sucks. That's what I hate about this is uh, like going through these these files and then finding out that they're not in business. And then it, like I try not to let that taint my uh, perception of the pitch and things of that nature. Uh, hello says, thanks Joe. Keep up the great videos and happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching and, um, happy holidays to you and your family. And, uh, it's, yeah, I got more videos in the pipe. I've got like, I don't know, six or seven others already recorded. I might record a couple tomorrow in the morning if I, have a voice <laughs> and, uh, it's not free. I mean, it's supposed to be like, it's eight degrees outside Fahrenheit at this point. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So anyway, have a great night, everybody. And, uh, I'll see you in the next live stream. And, uh, if not, I'll probably drop some videos over here. Take care and Kobe super.